You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. And welcome. And let me pull my phone out here real quick. Okay. Let's start over. Hold let me start over. I need to start a timer. Oh. I thought you were going to read us your last 10 messages that you've received. <laughs> I could. I could do that. That'd be a fun intro, right? <laughs> what would that be? Uh, that'd be me talking to my mother. This silly intro. All right, fuck it. Yeah. Hello, Internet. Welcome to <laughs> <laughs> this. Is so good. Uh, well, I will also get into my last... It was with my mother, and I'll hmm. get into my last 10 messages as part of my intro, ironically okay. enough. <laughs> so yeah, hello, Internet. Welcome to another episode of the Tadpog Podcast. Tyler and Dave and Ian play old games. The Ian is silent. And this week, we'll be talking about, to me, the oddly titled IREM Skins Game. IREM Skins Game. Got all the skins. Skins. Skions. <laughs> All the fucking skins. Fix skins. Fix skins. Fix skins. I re-up skins. What a weird game. We put some more steak on it. I re-up skins. Let's just talk like this the whole rest of the episode. Chad Pog, I re-up skins game. You dipped in the Homestar Runner there. They sure play in my golf game. You did a pretty good home star, not gonna lie. <laughs> that was my freshman year when Jacob and I lived together. It was basically just home star runner in D and D, and we both did not do well. <laughs> Josh failed out. <laughs> well, that's I feel like a good sacrifice. Yep, <laughs> home star in D and D, one more D and D in life. Fucking school grades. Who cares? <laughs> I got my home star. I got D&D. It's never going to change. <laughs> Final Fantasy XI fishing's right on the horizon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Life> is- <laughs> it's, true. it's true. You got to like, you got to live your life a little bit, damn it. Whenever I'm knocking, I'm not going to play that game. Oh, Dave's playing that game? Okay, I'll try that game. <laughs> it was fun. Final Fantasy XI was a lot of fun. I talked shit about it because I didn't understand it. Then I, wanted, so I saw you play it. I was like, okay, this looks pretty good. It was fun. <laughs> I remember being... I remember us dual monking the Guzgan yeah. mines. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Beating the shit out of skeletons. Just doing that whatever thousand hits or whatever you would do, and just mowing through fucking skeletons and we both die. Yeah, I know. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, that game was like, sorry, I know we're not talking about Final Fantasy XI. Final Fantasy XI was like one of those games where it's like, it's an old enough MMO, or similar to Ultima Online, where it's kind of like they make a game and then they're like, I don't know, man. You just figure it out. You just have fun. Just you make your own stuff up in this. <laughs> it's like we, and we would. Like, all right, we're gonna go to the mines. Well, you'll be a monk. Yeah. I'll be a monk. We're just bunch skeletons yeah. till we die. <laughs> They're weak to our fists. Let's do it. Let's get your skulls for your promotion. Wow, mining all those fucking promotion items, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, like I said, I rim skins game. But before we get get to that. Uh, I'm your beard host, Tyler, and I have, if you guys don't mind me, I'm going to grab this. I brought something for you guys to try. I mentioned it on the show a those? while ago. Pepperidge Farms? So these are the Archway mm. Frosted Lemon Cookies oh, right. that I had on my uh, on my list. 
So if you guys would like to try yeah, a frosty lemon certainly. cookie. Um, so these do taste like What's nostalgia the expiration to me. date on these? I just bought these. <laughs> my, the, these were in my... <laughs> he didn't. I went to my grandma's grave. <laughs> I don't trust anything that you pull from over there yeah. where you pulled it from. He didn't these, ask you uh, <laughs> when you bought them. He asked what the expiration date is. 13-8? <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> That's a date. Is it like the August the third? So I know these are uh, these taste like nostalgia to me. The last time I had them, it was like, all right, these are okay. Okay. So if you guys don't like them, we're like, eh, I'm not offended. All right. But if you want to smell them first, I'll though, be brutally honest. Oh my goodness, that is a lemony it's cookie. Lemony, lemony. I'm gonna have a half a cookie because I'm full of waffle. Yeah, I'm full. They're of- big cookies. They're like the size. Those of, are big. They're the size of the tops of cupcakes. It's like a sand dollar. It is like a sand dollar. It's color, colored like a sand dollar. All right, we get one of these guys. frosting sand dollar blood on. It top. smells really good. Yeah, they're very lemony. See it, but I am not going to have one. Okay, because this is also going to tie into what my last ten messages were about today. Oh my god! So I am now. A- Tyler, you stop <laughs> eating lemon shit. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I am though, because I'm now a pre-diabetic, according to some blood work. No, yeah. so it's not—it's not bad yet. It's very okay. fixable. Okay, good. You know, diet. I, it was just barely over. I need to lose. I can get back to a normal A1C or whatever if I lose like 26 pounds. Okay, I want to lose 65. Okay. Because you could do twenty six easy. I think I could do that easily. So I'm not I'm not super worried about it. I just gotta make some changes now. Okay. So all right. No sugar without fibers is my number one rule. No sugar without fiber. Yep. Okay. Well, hey, I'm glad you're taking it seriously. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I don't want to do all that other shit. So if you're pre diabetic, they just they like do you have, they just tell you, right? Yeah. Cause I worry about that sometimes. When like the, when they'll do my blood work and I'll go see the doctor, I'm like, So uh, how was the blood work? It's all good. You're not saying anything about it. <laughs> no, they're not. Gonna, they're not going to leave you hanging on pre-diabetes. I well, I've got my 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 chart. So as soon as I got the blood draw, like before the doctor called me, I see the results. Yes. Okay. I got so you. So I went through and <laughs> so looked at all my him. levels. <laughs> yeah, I saw my levels. Like, oh, my fasting glucose is a little high. Uh huh. So then that night they called me, which was unusual for that office, but they were going to order an A1C, which he's. They're like, when did you have this done? Something like an today. AOC? It's exactly <laughs> just one more. <laughs> it's the other half of the AOC binary code, All right? Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. <laughs> yeah. So, oh fuck, she's on now. <laughs> <laughs> so they went and just did that same blood draw. So then today I got those results, and when I pulled it up, I was like, "Oh, it's whatever percentage." And then I googled the percentage. Is like, oh, so I fall in the pre. Diabetes, and I started looking at all that, you know. So yeah, it said to lose so what percentage to get into this percentage and shit like that. So I was like, okay, well that's what they're gonna tell me. So that's what I'll do. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Well, well, speaking of diabetes, you want to try this cookie? Cheers. Yeah. It's pretty, okay. Pretty good cookie. <laughs> it's not bad. Not bad. It's not bad. It's not as good as I remember. But can I have not an index bad. card, please? Another one. I like Another a lemon one. I'm cookie. Right on this one and put a cookie on this one. Oh. That's a good cookie. Mm-hmm. I like this frosting. Mm-hmm. Me too. It wouldn't be as good without the frosting. I, I agree. It'd be too dry. Mm-hmm. It's a little, yeah. it's dry, a little dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The dry cookie. 
got a nice aftertaste. I like it. I'm going to munch on that throughout the show. Also, yeah, it's not so bad. It's not a wonderful cookie, but it's, a, it's my honorable mention because my grandma always had them. It pairs well. Iced oatmeal. It pairs well with the ketchup under my fingernails from the quarter pound that I just ate. Speaking quarter pounders, I think we discussed doing a sandwich draft mm. this time around. But first, before that, though, mm. what you guys been up to? Watching TV. Yeah? I don't do a lot, really. And that's okay. I work, I come in and watch TV and play video games, and that's that's fine with me. It's a dream. Um, so I've been, I, continue, I continue to watch Doom Patrol. Uh-huh. Weird little show. Mm. It's very good, but it's very weird. Uh, it's it's DC Universe kind of throwing its caution to the wind. And yeah, I, I mentioned like it, Brendan Fraser say yeah, fuck in it a lot. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, like every other word he says in that is fuck, this which is, is fine. That's how people usually pitch it to me. Which is <laughs> so, a lot about, I guess, the show and he, what they think of me. He's also, <laughs> <laughs> it's it just sold me, so it's, it's fine. It's like the mummy, but he says fuck. Oh, damn. <laughs> Shit, I am in. <laughs> he, he's a robot man. Okay. In there. Um, a couple other, and I was going to mention last week when I mentioned Doom Patrol, I didn't mention who was in it. Mm. Brendan Fraser, Timothy Dalton, Matt Bomer. Um, mm. There's a show called White Collar that he was in. It was a really good show. He's a really good actor. Um, he was also in a season of The Center. Um, so, big fan of his. Um, Jelvon Wade plays Cyborg. In this, and he is the guy that has actually sort of plays cyborg everywhere in the DC TV universe. Oh, okay. So he's in it. Um, there's a lovely woman named April Bowlby. Her name, her character is Rita Farr, and she has been sort of cameoing in sort of crossover events from like DC's Legends of Tomorrow and The Flash and stuff mm-hmm. to lead into this show. And then uh, Diane Guerrero. Who is in Orange is the New Black and Jane the Virgin uh, is one of the best parts of that show. She plays a woman with multiple personalities, all of which have a different superpower. So it was pretty cool. So, yeah, I've been into that. That's been taking up most of my time. I did have a couple of um, other things that I watched. I watched a horror movie called Smile. Yeah, I saw the, a bunch of trailers. The viral for that. marketing and everything yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. How was it? It, it was good. It was, it was a good movie. It's one of the um, curse horror movies right yeah it's a curse mm-hmm. thing and um the the gist of it is there's this you know entity this evil thing that gets into people and the the idea is that it gets into somebody and then that person starts to see or it it starts haunting people it, through other people so like if and to get that, you, you see someone commit suicide. And the, what the demon does is it gets into somebody and it sort of haunts them and it stands there and, gives, and smiles at them, right? And then drives you crazy. After a while, you eventually are taken over by the demon and then the demon makes sure that someone sees you kill yourself and then it starts haunting them and it just keeps going down the line that way. Okay. Um, it was a very good movie. But I will say, to be fair, that the marketing made that movie out to be a lot scarier than it was. I don't think I'd like it then. Because even like the marketing, I was like, I don't know about this. There wasn't this, doesn't seem, this doesn't seem like it's a scary movie. There was, yeah, it, was, it had its moments. Uh-huh. And there were some kind of 
excuse me, there were some good jump scare type things in it, and uh-huh. there were some really truly creepy scenes in it. But overall, I think they sold it as being more than it really ended up being. On that, but on the flip side of that coin, I still enjoyed it very much. Yeah. It just wasn't as I wanted it to turn the turn the freaky factor up by about two or three mm-hmm. notches. I might still like it. I do like. I tend to like curse movies, and I and I do like the the demon angle and all that. Yeah, I think that's neat. I'd give it a watch. It's it's yeah. definitely in in your wheelhouse. I think you'd like it. Mm-hmm. I just will warn you that I was prepping for all this, you know, ridiculous visual scary, yeah. and it's really more of a... You had your vapors ready? Like, I did. Yeah. I, I had the vapors all ready to go, um, but it was more of a psychological thing. Yeah. But I, again, definitely check it out. Okay. Uh, my big bullet point for the week... I went and saw Black Panther, Wakanda Forever last Saturday. I, I figured you were going to talk about this. I didn't know... Th- I, you didn't tell me that you saw this, but I knew in my heart, deep down, that you definitely had. It's a it's a fair bet that a major Marvel movie coming to the theater going to get me in the yeah. theater. So much so, I like this movie a lot. I loved mm-hmm. this movie. Mm. I thought Ian that, just showed us a new Black Panther chest tattoo that he got. <laughs> it's my whole and it's it's on my back too. I got the oh it same wraps tattoo around. Oh, I didn't notice that all the way around. Yeah. It's actually like you've tattooed the Black Panther suit onto your body. Correct. It's odd. Except, I mean, I like it. You know, up it's to just, the neck so I can cover it with shirts. And yeah, stuff, it's but, a bold. It's really a, a bold choice. It, was, it hurt. Uh, it, yeah, it looks like but, it did. And it's it cost ten. Yeah, it cost like thirteen thousand dollars. But it was oh, that's totally, a steal. Totally worth it. Um, even the parts you can't see, covered in Black Panther yeah. tattoos. Um, <laughs> I did love the movie a lot. Yeah, and I heard it's good. I Your front panther. I, I, it tail. was. It was an. <laughs> it was. Was uh, that vibranium? Yeah, it is. <laughs> All the time. Used to be diamonds. Wow, <laughs> diamonds are weak. Vibranium. Um, great, great comic book movie. It was just. Uh, it was super thrilling and unbelievable and actiony and stuff, which mm. is just exactly what I wanted. Yeah, uh, they had a lot of fun with it. They also took themselves very seriously, which I felt was important. I think that it was it was a fun time, and they did a really really great job paying tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Because mm. um, Marvel movies have gotten a little more comedic as they've gone on. This so it's one, about time to kind of go back to center a little bit. This one had its elements. You know, obviously it's going to have a little comedy here and there. Martin Freeman returns, mm-hmm. and of course he is naturally kind of the comic relief of the movie, but he's he's not in it a lot. But um, just overall, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a very, very worthy successor to the original. Good, that's good to hear. The one problem I had was not with the movie. It was with my theater going experience. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. We go to the movies uh-huh. early. Okay. We went to this movie. Now, if if you'll allow me to step back a couple of days, please. For those of you that don't live in the Western Kentucky area, on you poor unfortunate Friday souls. morning. Poor unfortunate. Was it Friday souls. of last week? I don't know. When we woke up and we had four inches of snow on the ground all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. I wasn't here. I think it was Saturday morning. Oh, you though. were not here. That's right. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Was it Saturday morning? Yeah. yeah y'all that got is snow right. Saturday morning. That is right. Because no one called out at work and I was shocked. So, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, the roads were pretty the clear. The roads were fine. So I didn't know. I 
They said there might be a little dusting of snow. Yeah. I uh, woke up Saturday morning, and there was four inches of snow on the ground. Yeah, y'all got a lot. And it was cold. And it was all gone the next day. Yeah. And it was very, very cold. <laughs> um, and it stayed cold. Mm-hmm. So this past Saturday, I we, we had tickets to go see Black Panther at 9 a.m. Hmm. Just fine. I like to get up early. I like to go to the movie early, so that way I'm out early and I don't feel like I've spent my whole day in the movie theater. Because this is a long boy. How long is it? Two hours and 41 minutes. That's a long-ass Marvel movie. It is a long movie. That doesn't bother me. I expect it at, at this point, and I'm fine with the length of the movie. That's like almost a Tadpog podcast. <laughs> almost. <laughs> it's right there. What I am not fine with is the fact that the heat wasn't working in the theater. Mm. When I walked into the theater, I could see my breath. We were like, okay. It was fine. It, Cohen went with us. It was me. It was and, as, a, atmospheric, <coughs> like you were in that one yeah. part of Wakanda. Yeah, exactly. In the mountains. The mountains <laughs> right, up yeah. there. The guy the, who's the new Black Panther. Uh-huh. They, were, they, were, yeah. they were helping you out, right. and They were immersing you in the This experience. was a 4D movie experience. Yeah. We got immersed. <laughs> um I thought to myself, well, they just opened. And yeah. this is a great big theater. Of course, they turn this shit off at night. It's going to be, it'll warm up. Nope, didn't. Got to, and Cohen was with us. It was me, Gage, and Cohen. And at this, we're sitting in, we were the only ones in the theater, which is to be expected at mm. 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning was, for a two hour and 41 minute long yeah. movie. <laughs> What's the heat just out in your theater or was it out like in the whole oh, oh i'm getting there cinema okay because <laughs> i think i might know where this is going but we so we had cohen wearing his jacket and his sock hat and me and my warm coat and my hood and my hat and gage was and 30 minutes goes by no heat another 20 minutes goes by no heat Gage goes out to complain. Okay. Apparently, they did not expect it to be that cold because, you know, three days prior to this, it was 80 degrees. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they have to put in a ticket with a central agency to have their thermostats (laughs) turned on in the theaters and set to certain temperatures. They don't have control over it. I totally believe that. An apartment I lived in in Alexandria was like that. It was fucking awful. We have a client, uh, one of our clients at my job, they have to put in a ticket with us to change their temperature on their thermostat. Okay. Well, we are not the IT and thermostat provider for the theater, so whoever was supposed to turn the heat on never did. And by the time it got to the point where... Gage at one point got so cold, we were in my wife's vehicle because my truck doesn't seat more than one person besides me. I'm like, my wife is the blanket queen. Horror Priestess Tanya has got blankets. She's the minion of her Full of chicken salad, just blankets full (laughs) of chicken salad. Just blankets full blood-covered chicken salad blankets. Horror horror chicken salad. Horror chicken salad. (laughs) I said, I told Gage, I was like, Go out to your mom's car. There's, there's going to be a blanket in that car. 
Tanya had taken the blanket out of the car the day before to wash it. <laughs> and it had not made it back into the car mm-hmm. yet. But she did have a bunch of towels. So Gage brought... <laughs> there was a towel that she usually sits on, a towel that goes under... Yeah, Cohen's, could you warm this up in the popcorn machine? <laughs> yeah. Goes under his car seat. Salty, warm <laughs> a towel. And then another towel that was in the back for whatever. I don't know what it was for. He brings all the towels in. And then he and Cohen just covered up under towels <laughs> with their coats on. And I'm just over here just – I was I was managing. It wasn't like shivering, freezing cold. Yeah. I think the air was on because occasionally I could they feel – could turn it off. Oh, gosh. I could feel a breeze blowing over me, and I'm like, the fucking air on. <laughs> At one point, I got up to go to the restroom, and I stopped somebody, and I said, yo, y'all need to deal with the heat. In theater two, it's freezing in there. And he he's replied, like, "Sir, there's something going on with the heating in the theater." I'm like, "All right, I know because it's freezing in there. Please, please tell someone to turn the heat on or make something else happen so that it gets warm in there." What he should have said was, "Sorry, I ruined your Black Panther party." <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That never did come on. We, but and by the time we were pretty much convinced that it wasn't coming on, right? You went through the stages of grief. We <laughs> got to acceptance. We made it all the way to acceptance. Chadwick Boseman, please turn the get the heat off. <laughs> pray to you, Chadwick. Please, uh, sweet baby Chadwick. Please, sweet baby Chadwick, just sitting there in your little Wakanda crib, not saying a word, watching your baby Einstein videos. Uh, never came on, but we got far enough along in the movie where I was like, okay, A, I'm really enjoying this movie, aside from the fact that I'm fucking freezing, and B, I don't want to come back and have to go through the first half of the movie again to get to the second half, so we're sticking it out. If I told Gage, I said, if Cohen can't deal, if he gets to the point where he's just unable to cope with this, we'll leave. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I want to stay. And Gage was like, that's fine. Well, Cohen was a trooper. He he was toasty warm. He called you a pussy. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He totally did. Pappy, you are the biggest pussy. Could you shut up and let me watch the you're movie? My, you're my poops, pussy now. <laughs> no, no. Don't ever say that again, please. I really didn't like the way that... I don't know why I didn't like the way that sounded. Ew. That pussy? Is that yeah. Oh, is that like... <laughs> Stop. It's like a papoose, yeah, but it's also yeah. a pussy. Yep. Sorry, you carry it on your back. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we did make it to the end, and I, I thought about complaining. Yeah. But I didn't. Again. No, right? I meant like... Oh, like write a letter to corporate? Like going to the manager and saying, I want my money back. Yeah. Or I want voucher. I bought them through Adam, so I can't. I can't really refund. You owe me 25 heat units. Yeah, yes, exactly. (laughs) So the next time I come to this theater, I'm going to need those heat units. I want those heat units ready and waiting, preferably on a vibranium platter. (laughs) I'll call you beforehand. I'll call beforehand. That's that's only fair. Um, But I I did not complain to the extent of like going and demanding restitution. Sure. I'm like, forget it. It's. I, I watched the whole movie. I understand that they had no control, and I wasn't trying to make someone's day awful. Yeah. But that did sort of paint the experience for me. They could have brought you warm popcorn. 
Something. Well, maybe right? something. something. I, Hot coffee. I know something. y'all got Nothing some. Nothing like movie, movie theater coffee. <laughs> I'd be like, I know y'all got some fucking like Scorpion King promotional blankets upstairs somewhere. <laughs> you know, bring, <laughs> Looks like horrible CGI rock on a blanket. Yeah, bring me something. I know you got some goddamn fucking uh, Captain America hoodies up there or something, you know. Anyway, the movie was good, but I was kind of disappointed that the biggest takeaway for me was that it was freezing in the theater. But you'll always remember that. (laughs) I will always remember that. Like, I can't remember... I, I loved Thor: Love and Thunder, but, I mean, it wasn't a memorable experience other than the movie was good. Yeah. This was good movie, great movie, and... Freezing cold temperatures. So yeah, it is. It is a bit of a story. Cohen, uh, my grandson, he was he was a trooper though. He was he hung in there. The fact that he did as well just just getting through that entire movie in the theater. Sure. Much less the fact that it was like forty nine degrees in there or whatever. Uh, he hung in there really well. So good. It was good, but yeah, big high, gigantic. Wakanda Forever recommend for everyone. Is that streaming yet, or is that no. like they're not like it on a was delay only thing? in theater? But I think like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness went to Disney Plus within a couple fast. Of months. It yeah, was, I know it was, it was really. Cool. I remember it being fast because I was. And they'll push. They'll push Wakanda Forever to it pretty quick. Yeah, they're gonna want it out there for everyone. Now I get to look at the art. Wakanda two guilty. weeks. I remember right. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, great movie. Big recommend. Highly recommend it. Cool. That was my, so that's my big movie watching memorandum for this week. What about you, Dave? What have you been up to? Um, well, earlier before we started recording, we were talking about when to record next, uh-huh. and Wednesday was thrown out. Um, I, I have a root canal on Wednesday morning. Because I have an oh, abscess tooth. Um, and I get that for you right now. Yeah. I mean, he gave me the option. He was like, do you want to try to save the tooth? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, that's a good idea. You have all you have all the rest of your teeth. So, so yeah, root canal. Have, uh, and your dental. You've been on point all year. Now, I did miss one day in Chicago. Oh, well, that's it. So that was probably yeah, it. That's, ex- that's the moment you got the abscess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the demon got in. It's probably just been it's there true. F- working its way back to you, babe, for a while. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's one of those where it's like if I rub my tongue on my inside of like my gums up above the abscess tooth, it's like real tender. So it's going to be super uh, super gross in there. Well, yeah. Root can- how, who, who's had a root canal here? You had a root canal. Yep. I've never had a root canal. I've only ever pulled my teeth that have been I couldn't do it. Bad. And and you know, when I got back and was explaining it to a coworker, she was like, I would have just pulled it. I was like, I don't know. I want that tooth. Save that tooth. I want if you the, can, I want if you that can tooth. save it, save it. I mean that it the procedure is not gonna be a big deal because you are um going to be you know, numbed. Yeah. I asked them, I was like, can I have general? Um, and they're like, no, just, we'll just numb you. They'll numb you. And, and if, if you, you ask, really? if you, you get ask, the gas, get the gas too. It's a little extra. 
I'll pay. I'll you pay. can have a little gas as a, as treat. a treat. Yeah, I'll definitely get the gas if they've got the gas. But yeah, uh, usually I wanted, it's like a fifty dollar upcharge or interest and cover that's or something total, like that. I totally yeah. would give them fifty bucks out of pocket. Because when I had mine, because I noticed during the my we were on a cruise for my brother's wedding, and I noticed like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I couldn't handle extreme temperatures. It was super painful, so I just like made it out for that whole week. Couldn't really enjoy. All the food I wanted to eat. And then when I got back, he checked and he was like, I had to go in on a Saturday for an emergency because I was like, I can't deal with this anymore. Wow. And the guy was, the dentist was like, not my normal dentist, but apparently my not, the one not my normal dentist at the time was the good one. So okay, he was like, I, I don't see anything. I was like, trust me, it's this one right here. He's like, I really don't see any signs of it. It's like, dude, it hurts. I know this is it. All yeah. right, if I crack it open, I mean, we still have to go th- through the root canal, even if it's even if it's not going on. Okay, I'll roll those dice. And he said, "What kind of deal soon, is that?" Yeah, he said, "As soon as he broke into it, it just exploded in pus." Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> that's kind of what I'm expecting here. But I fell asleep. Like I woke up and it was just. See, that's okay. what I want. That's why I wanted general anesthesia. It's the only I time to take, I've ever not at all. I wanted to take a nap and then wake up. And then they're like, okay, shake my hand. Well done. Yeah, they generally won't do that unless it's like surgery, like removing I know. abscess. That's, or a, that's what they said. Impacted wisdom teeth yeah. and stuff. But with the, with the Novocaine and the gas, yeah. you'll be good to go. I just The gas is what makes the difference. Yeah. All right, I'll definitely get the you get, gas. You get floaty enough that you can probably, knowing your napping powers, you could probably nap on the gas. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, yeah, and speaking of my napping powers, like I woke up. Sunday, it woke the pain woke me up Sunday night, oh. and it was like fuck. I got to go to the dentist tomorrow. I've heard a forty decibel alarm not wake you up, so yeah. that is bad. It hurt. It feels a little better now. I guess I don't know if it's the antibiotics or like I'm on this. I was hoping they would prescribe me something, um, but they were like, no, you can do ibuprofen. Then four hours later do Tylenol. And then four hours later do ibuprofen and, and rotate it through. And it's like okay, that's been working all right. But the problem is that like. On hour three, it's like, man, I can't wait until the next hour. Exactly. How are you guys? Kid- kidneys, you all right? Yeah, you guys are fine. Right. We can do this. Yeah. And I'm like, of course, now, like, I've been like treating myself to a bunch of shit because it's just like, hey, I got this root canal coming up. So it's like, I haven't been drinking a lot of water <laughs> or anything. <laughs> Pretty sure a root canal burns like two pounds. So it's fine. As you're, as you're chugging cola. Uh huh. I don't know what could have caused this fucking tooth abscess. Well, you've been great about your teeth, so moral of the story is, don't fucking worry about it. Shit's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Genetics be genetics. Fuck it. So how were you later the 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 same day of your root canal? Uh, they gave me pain meds afterward. So, so I was fine. It's okay. Well, then maybe I can still record mm-hmm. uh, on Wednesday. Well, we want to roll the dice. Well, I mean, it might be good. I mean, <laughs> it might be good story time. <laughs> it might just be fun you to have also, me on the mic. Some also, pain medicine. I don't think they're going to give me pain meds. They probably either. won't. Yeah. I. They gave me pain meds for when I uh, had my teeth pulled. Yeah. And I didn't need them. You didn't yeah. need them. Wow. I don't You're like, a tough man. I don't take pain meds if I can. I take yeah, Advil like I get it's that. my fucking job, but no, I, nothing stronger. Sure. Because, I mean, one, like, Lortab, and I'm fucking done. I'm out. I'll, I will sleep for the fucking rest of the decade, and I just can't. It doesn't touch me. It doesn't fucking touch me. Does no. it not? Lortabs are like, 
It's that dwarven constitution. Yeah. Yeah. I know redheads are notoriously harder to, when I go to the dentist, I have to get work anyway. Like, like you need more? Yeah, man, I can still feel this. Come, come on. Ugh, yeah. So. Well, but you should, you will probably be fine, but you may not be in the mood to talk a lot. I so That's fine. It'd be a Tyler and Ian heavy episode. And every now and then I'll be grumpy. You can you can do what you want. <laughs> you can do what you want. So I, I would say maybe we go for Tuesday. Yeah, uh, just to be on the safe so, side. All right, that's fine. They'll get a they'll get a real anxious me instead of. About uh, to say you will be in pain, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. It couldn't be. I mean, it'll be fine. We'll figure it out. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, the next day is Thanksgiving, so hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, I can still I think eat you'll be shit. Okay. Damn. Yeah, you'll be no, okay. you'll be fine by yeah. then. Okay, that's good to hear. And that's really good to hear. Yeah, because I've been like googling shit. <laughs> it's like, can I eat after root canal? How long <laughs> to wait to eat after root canal? <laughs> and it's like the suggested like they're like, I mean, you eat whatever, but you might like bite your cheek or something if you still got the yeah. Don't the eat numbing. it. Don't eat until the novocaine. <laughs> the only off. thing that might suck is if they don't file the tooth in correctly. So when you bite down, it's like your jaw is a little off. Mm. Like if the grooves uh-huh. they put don't fit into your upper teeth, I yeah. assume it's on your bottom. No, it's on my top. Well, mine was too. But yeah, if if they don't fit together perfectly, mm-hmm. it gets real fucking annoying. Well, I don't get the crown until later. So there's also that. Mm. So Oh, they'll put like a temp yeah, on it? Yeah. So I'm going to have to be careful. You will have to be careful about what you yeah, eat then. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's turkey, why God gave you two sides. Turkey gravy. That'd be all right, right? <laughs> yeah. Gobstoppers. Chew, chew on the other. Yeah, definitely <laughs> crunch down on those. It helps seat that temporary uh-huh. one better. Are there any super crunchy Thanksgiving foods that we normally eat? It's all pretty soft. It's all pretty soft stuff. I mean, French fried onions is about as crunchy as it gets, right? right? Maybe maybe pecans on a pecan pie. Yeah. Even that, once it's made, I don't, it's super I don't, crunchy. Yeah, I don't really dig on the... I like pecan pie, all right, but you'll you'll naturally chew on the other side of your mouth for a minute too. I've been doing that for about yeah. <laughs> you're going to do that anyway. Yeah, anyway. Okay. yeah, you'll be all right. Don't worry about it. Um, so that happened. That the pain started when I was uh, in Chicago because I was in Chicago uh, recently for work. And um, hey, other than other than the the tooth stuff. It was very busy with work, but I did get to slip out and get some uh, some good pizza. Yeah, where'd you go? Uh, Lou Malnati's, uh, and it's got some deep dish uh, pizza there. Uh, it was really good. Um, I wanted to get Portillo's, uh, get some hot dogs at Portillo's, but unfortunately didn't get to make it. But there was this cool uh, burger place called Potter's. Um, I stayed in the hotel where at the end of The Fugitive... Oh no shit. <laughs> yeah. Nice. The, the cardiologist. Yeah, the party. Uh, yeah, the, right. yeah. yeah. That's the Fuck. the the ballrooms Sweet. there at the Palmer House Hilton. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So it was cool. It was a nice hotel. It was like old. Uh and it was in downtown Chicago. And uh like it was one of those where it was like I got in the room and uh I was putting my stuff up, uh, unpacking and all that, and I opened the closet door and I was like, holy shit. There's no light switch in here. There is a cord that I pull, 
And yeah, that's how you turn the light on in the closet. And I was like, wow. Do you have a key to get in instead of a magnetized no, card? That'd be great. What if it's like a giant key, like, <laughs> like a bronze? Or old fashioned, <laughs> like, what is that? What's that Stephen King movie they did with John Cusack? Uh, 1408. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. where the, the one door, it won't let us put anything else on it. And they've got the big old metal key. <laughs> right. uh, when we went to New York, Tanya and I went to New York a few years back, um, stayed in an old play, old hotel just in Manhattan, right? Just a couple blocks down from Trump Tower, uh, had a key. Wow, and a pull chain on the light in the closet too. It was and an the old key's fucking place. Yeah, bring back key's key. good. It Not was a great big shirt. old heavy brass, you know, key. That's cool. It was, it was just weird keeping up with the key. You know. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> they charge you three hundred dollars. Right, I can't it. lose this key. <laughs> they have a silversmith on hand <laughs> <laughs> with a little monocle and a uh-huh. little file, just hand making the keys. He's I'm very into my room. All right, out of, out of vibranium. They're vibranium <laughs> keys. <laughs> right, of course. Naturally, uh, yeah, it was a good trip, but that's why I'm, I missed the snow. Uh, and the irony is I'm in Chicago, in Chicago and I missed the snow that's happening here in Western Kentucky and it was gone, man. Cause it was like, uh, I was texting Nikki and Henry and like, they're sending me photos of the snow and it's like, wow, it's amazing. <laughs> and then like I land in Paducah the next day and it's like nothing. nothing. It was nothing. gone. Nothing. It the was sun all gone. came out on Sunday. You guys lied to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. The sun came out on Sunday and just melted it all, uh-huh. except for the snow on my roof. For some reason, that stayed for like a week. Like, <laughs> I should have hung out on your roof. Well, not a week. You made it some snowballs. Yeah, I should have frozen you. If I thought about it, I should have made you a snowball and kept it in the freezer. I've been to Chicago once. I went for a business trip. Uh, it was just an overnight deal when I was still working at the casino. They, the general manager, the big boss guy... Needed uh, one of the IT people to come Big up with boss. him. Big boss. He needed one of the IT guys to come up to Chicago with him for a um, gaming board meeting so he, so I could set up a projector mm-hmm. for him to give like a PowerPoint and stuff. Because apparently they didn't have one. Or no, it was like, it was, yeah, it was a projector and a laptop and all this other crap. But anyway, it was great because we, he drove us, it was just me and him. So we drove to the airport, flew to Chicago, bucked around for the entire day. I, he just was like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow at 3 for the meeting. That's great. And then at 3 or at like 2.30, I showed up, set up the projector, and he was like, what, bus- what button do I push to change the slide? I'm like, this one. He's like, you can go. I'm like, cool. <laughs> He's like, just come back in two hours and pick this up. And then... Sounds like a great fucked trip. Fucked around for the rest of that day, and then we flew home. So yeah, it was a, it was nice because just I just liked walking around downtown. Sure. And I actually went to yeah. the Sears Tower. Yeah, awesome. And went to the top of it and stuff. So yeah, I could I like I like it down there. I don't know that yeah. I would live there, obviously, but it was a cool downtown. Chicago is really yeah. neat. It's fun to walk around, and we walked to Lou Malnati's, and uh, you know that was that was really cool. Was it cold? Yeah, I mean it was cold, but. I mean, when we first got there, it wasn't. It was like one of those deals where it's like 70 degrees, kind of like how it was here. And then all of a sudden overnight, it's like in the 30s. But I mean, really, after that first night, I mean, I was really just in the hotel. Right. And that was a weird feeling, too, because it's an old (laughs) hotel. 
not a lot of it's not like modern design where there's like a lot of windows and like like big mm. windows and open spaces. Mm. Everything's really kind of like tight and uh, like corridory. I had a porthole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's like I gave up trying to open my blinds in the window because it was just like I can't figure this out. I mean, it's like I don't even know if I can open these cuz it so it was just like, eh. And when I would wake up to get ready for work, it's dark outside. So it didn't really matter. Right, and when right. I go back to the room, it's dark, dark. outside. <laughs> <laughs> so it got to the point where it's like if we were working in this office space like that's kind of like in the I mean, it felt like the back rooms, like this liminal oh, space. Oh, God. It really did, <laughs> where it's just like, because there's like nothing on the walls. The walls are painted yellow. Uh, and it's like to the get- The hum of the- Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, it was very much like that. So, I mean, that wasn't great, but I don't know. Whenever I got out of the cage- The monsters chasing us through various exits. <laughs> right. That would have been, been fun. The water level, you know? That's <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> All the old hotels have the worst <laughs> water levels, I swear to God. <laughs> uh, and then I started playing a game called Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap. Somebody else was talking about that on Facebook. Um, I heard about it from Sick Jake on the Press Be to Cancel podcast. Um, and, or, and also, sorry, he fell for the marketing fame. Um, so I had been hearing about it, and I finally checked it out. I like it a lot. It's a card game. Um, and all the cards are Marvel characters. And, um, what I think is neat about it is that it really, um, it, it's, it doesn't do the thing where it's like, we're going to do magic, the gathering, but we're going to do it a little bit different. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. It kind of reminds me of the star Wars, uh, the CCG. CCG a little bit. And, and that there are three locations in the game that are randomly drawn. So it could be like the Baxter building, uh, Mojo world and, um, death's domain or something like that. They're just and they're random. And each of those places has its own effect where it's like, um, for instance, like I think the Baxter building is like, you can only like play on turn five you can only play cards on that location it's that kind of stuff and mojo world is like whoever has the most cards on this location um has control of it and gets 100 points kind of deal um and what's fun is like so in order to win you have to control two locations two out of the three locations you have to control and instead of like doing direct combat like you would in magic the gathering it's all just um, the power of the cards that you lay down. Uh, so it's not like they're doing battle. Uh, like you know, I'm, I'm not tapping. I'm not tapping Iron Man to deal five points of damage to Wolverine. Uh-huh. You know, it's just uh, you tally up those points, uh, which gets really interesting because like a lot of the cards have like on reveal effects. So it's like when the, when you play them, something happens. It's kind of like a sorcery or like a, okay. like an instant effect. Uh, or it's more like an instant effect. And then some cards have like a um, ongoing effect, which is like when you play them, this effect comes in the action, and that's more like a sorcery. I love how I started out being like, this is not like Magic the <laughs> Gathering. And then now I'm like, well, fuck, I guess it kind of is like Magic the well, Gathering. I know Magic the <laughs> Gathering, so you have me understand it right. through a medium that it's not. So it's fine. <laughs> so it's, um, it's free to play. Uh, there are battle passes. Haven't bought a battle pass yet. November 
Battle Pass, obviously, is a Black Panther one. They're getting that movie tie-in. Sure. Um, most of the stuff that you pay for is vanity. Um, although, like, for, like, the the Black Panther uh, season pass for November, you get a Black Panther card. Mm. But according to Sick Jake, because I was asking, I was like, how does this work? Like, Because he mentioned that they get released later. Uh, he said that two months after um, the battle pass, it just gets released as like a free card. Mm. So, and I don't know that I'm going to pay for it because it's ten bucks. It's ten dollars yeah. for a battle pass, and it's like, and if they're doing them each month, that seems like that's like 120 bucks a month. That's an a year, yeah. That's an investment for sure. So I don't know, and I'm also like feeling a little burned from. I loved multiverses while I was playing it. And I don't regret paying the money that I did because I no, paid like the I think sixty I, bucks. I think I got, I got my sixty dollars yes, worth for same. sure. But I, and I miss playing it. But I know if I get back in and play it, I'm just going to be mad. Yeah, same girl, same. I love the characters. I love the yeah. I love the vanity stuff. I yeah. love everything about that game except the fucking community. Well, I just hate that I'm not good at it. Is my no. problem, and and I felt that creeping in a little bit on. Um, uh, Marvel Snap as well because it's like there's this mechanic. The reason it's called Snap is because if you feel like you're you're doing really well and you're gonna win, you press this button, you tap this button that says Snap. It looks like a Tesseract cube or some shit, and you you hit it, and what it does is essentially if you win, you get double the rank up points, and there are ranks, and <coughs> it's all like. So it's snap like Thanos's snap like I think that's where they're I think that's the where they're pulling it in yeah. from although it doesn't really come across it should like that be to like me. if you do that and you lose you lose half you lose half your points like because that's what Thanos did. oh right yeah <laughs> he took half of everybody away <laughs> well and this voice comes up when you press it that's like I don't really like the audio design in it a whole lot because like they really try and. They're just they're just trying, and it's like <laughs> it you cost me everything. <laughs> <laughs> you tap the snap button, it's like snap, <laughs> and it's like wow, man. It's tone Macho it, Man Randy yeah, Savage. It's like tone it down like two, because <laughs> like I'm embarrassed to have my volume on when I'm playing this game at home. I'm worried Henry's gonna be like, "What the fuck are you playing?" <laughs> Language, Henry. Po- Pokemon Snap. <laughs> I thought I was hoping it was a Marvel movie on rails where you take pictures of <laughs> other Oh, look, characters. there's Spider-Man. I would play that. <laughs> that would be fucking you, you great. You are Peter Parker. I would love to play that game. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you feel like you're winning, you tap the snap button and your opponent can do the same. Uh, and the, I hate that mechanic because it's like I never want to fucking use it because it's like I hate declaring I'm going to win this game. I hate yeah. that. I yeah. fucking hate that because it's like a lot of times it's super close. And it's like if an opponent snaps, I get it gets my fucking like it gets my I get all bristly. I'm like, fuck you, snap uh, snap back. And it's, <laughs> and it's like even when it's like eh, I got a 40 percent chance of winning this game. So what happens is when I lose, it's like, fuck. Fuck, man. Fuck, and then motherfucker fuck. on the other side's like easy. Yeah, no, no. There's no chat. Oh, you can't. Yeah, you can't no, interact with none. the other. Oh, there's none. There's none, and they don't do huge. the. They don't do the fucking um, Hearthstone shit where it's like you can do like 
Um, I don't know. I, I can't, it's been so long since I played Hearthstone. You could do like emotes and shit in that, right? Or at least like move shit around. As far as I know, you can't do any of that shit. Okay. So it's just like sounds pretty good. Get in, play game, leave. Right, play exactly. game again. Right, yeah, and I like that. Which is nice, but sometimes they do a really good job of being like, "Hey, man, you're not gonna know if you're playing against bots or not." Right. They do that, and yeah. it's like it's to the point where I'll be playing a game, and I'm concentrating on the person's name more than I'm concentrating on the game because I'm like, is that a bot or is this a human? His Solar user one three nine seven six four five one is doubtful. Right. Is doubtful refrigerator a bot or a real person? It's pretty good. Mine is graveyard duck. So, uh, but it's like. It, it matters to me, just like when we were talking about multiverses. It matters to me. I don't care if I beat a bot. I don't care. I'm, you know, it that for me that calculates into the amount of fun and enjoyment that I'm having. I understand. It's, I just can't, you know what I mean? And that's just like deep rooted in like, oh man, you're playing Quake 2 against bots? You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> right. I don't mind it so much, but that was just more of a. For a training purposes, sure. I liked playing in bots and like multiverses because it could help me figure out moves and I get it. not feel like I'm being in learning. And I was earning XP and stuff that way. Sure. So then I could get back in and play against real people and feel a little more confident in my, you know, skills, my abilities, and doing the moves and stuff. So. I I totally get it. Uh, it's just one of those where it's like, and I can tell when I can tell if it's a human and I've lost, like this is what they did to me. I lost two times in a row against who I, I'm almost positive are human opponents. Mm-hmm. And then I play a real easy bot and it's like, I see what you're doing and I don't like this yeah. manipulation <laughs> because you're like, fuck man, if he loses three in a row, he might delete this app. <laughs> we're not so, more money. so right. We're going to give, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like that. I don't like that. That feels real. Like, Slimy. I don't like that. It's, well, it's like me playing L.A. Noir with the racing, the, the car <laughs> right. driving. Just press press triangle to skip this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Oops, yeah, sorry, okay. I don't like that either. But I mean, it's I don't know. Is it is it a is it a mobile app or is it like a yeah on a console thing? It's or? iOS. It's Android, as far as I know, um, and I believe it's on Steam too. Okay. So. And I'm assuming it's free and it's free. you pay for battle passes and stuff. Yeah, it's free. Exactly. You could pay for battle passes. You can pay for gold. There's gold in the game. I've been playing this where it's like, I'm just not, I haven't, like with multiverses, immediately I'm like, I want to buy all this shit. <laughs> I know. I want right? to buy all these characters. I want to fuck around with all these characters. This has been the opposite where it's been like, Oh boy, I bet I could play this for free for like a real long time. And like never, <laughs> never be like, eh, I want to buy that. Yeah. But then again, also it might be, who knows? I mean, December might be like Deadpool month. And it's like, oh, oh I definitely want that Deadpool yeah. card. Yeah. yeah. So I'll probably pay $10 for that, you yeah. know? So I have a feeling that's, and the art's real good. It gave me that like, um, 
me in middle school collecting Marvel cards vibe, mm. you know? Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. Cool. Energy projection nine. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. And then you start. Comp- I wish, yeah. man, I do wish that they did that. I wish like there were more to the cards where it's like they had a back where they had mm. like, because there are definitely characters that it's like, don't know who that is. No idea. Yeah. Powerful card great feel like i should know it this character because the card's so fucking powerful i don't know who white tiger is no idea there's a marvel encyclopedia in there we'll look him up let's look him up do you know who white tiger is no okay that makes me feel a lot better because it's like no idea i'm either Siegfried or roy i don't know which one yeah is he the one right is it no that's never mind we'll look it up yeah i'm interested now i'll look it up all right i'll get the book whenever we go for break okay all right it's in the house i'm ready to learn oh it's at the house yeah oh don't worry about it then I could have looked it up online. <laughs> Don't care enough. Don't care enough. Be to. better. To, it's like a flopsy when we look it up in a book. I know. That's right. <laughs> be a new segment: the Marvel character of the week. <laughs> we'll randomly, we'll randomly determine what Marvel character we're going to learn about. <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> that's very on brand for us. Uh, and then, other than that, I've been keeping up with Chainsaw Man, Spy Family, mm-hmm. regular stuff. Mm-hmm. Still great. Whatever uh, I think I see on TikTok, wherever they do the the anime of the week, whatever it's been consistently Chainsaw Man. It's real good. Line. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah, I like it a lot. Well, do you want me to roll this this D four and see how we'll go clockwise for the sandwich draft? Yeah, we're gonna do a sandwich draft. Sandwich draft. So any sandwich. any any sandwich. Any sandwich. So it can be you know a Big Mac. It could be a peanut butter and jelly. You know, whatever. Any yes. kind of sandwich. All right. And then we'll start. Let's see why Dave won Ian 2, me 3, and then whatever, whoever goes, then we'll go clockwise. Okay. Sure. Two, Ian. Nope, that's a three. Oh, three, me, me Ian. So me, Ian, Dave. Okay. You guys are going to take all the good ones. A lot of sandwiches. I don't know. We all know there's only two good sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna think while I write in all my numbers and names here. Uh huh. Because uh hmm. What would be? So I want to be. I mean, I could go very general, but I want to go specific. Okay. So, what's a sandwich that I always crave? Uh. Gonna say, uh, wait, can we include breakfast sandwiches? Oh, in this? yeah, man, I'd say, yeah, I'd say it's a sandwich. That's a sand- yeah. sandwich, is right in the name, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, sorry, continue. So, I will say, um, Italian hero, I love a good Italian sandwich, Italian, yeah, real good, good choice. So, but I mean, I was thinking about. Basic, but I was like, ah, ah, yeah. I'll be very, very narrowly focused on the sandwiches that I like. I feel like that's middle ground. Yeah. Because, I mean, you could have gotten real specific with it. Yeah. Where it's like, from this particular yeah. deli, you Pin know what I mean? station. Right, right, right. right, yeah. right. Um, this is a tough one for me because I eat a lot of sandwiches, <laughs> you know? I'm assuming it's going to be a breakfast sandwich. Not yet. Oh, okay. Not at the top of the list. I okay. May, I may throw. I just wanted to make sure before... 
to throw that out there before mm-hmm. Tyler made his pick in case it said, oh, yeah, I do like this better. Yeah. I want gotcha. to be fair about it. So you, No, I appreciate you know. that. You're, you're an honorable draftsman. I am. I'm a gentleman. I am the gentleman draftsman. You are. That's a Marvel character. He, got it. he was an Iron Fist villain. <laughs> he ran in, <laughs> yeah, he ran around with White Tiger. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am going to – God, this is a tough one. I think – on the top of my list, I'm going with a good old meatball sub. Oh, I thought about man, that. that's a I good one. That. I don't that's get to a eat a lot one. of them because they they don't agree with me all the time. And I'm not an onions, pickles kind of person. On I like sandwiches oh, to be kind of svelte. Neat. As, yeah, I don't. You know, I like I like a little mayo on this or a little mustard on that, but uh-huh. I rarely. And lettuce is kind of a given for like most lunch meat sandwiches. I'll do that, but generally I don't like put tomatoes and onions and all the other crap on there that a lot of people do like. I don't if I'm making it. Yeah, it, yeah well, <laughs> if someone else says, yeah. "Fucking please, load it up, load it up, right?" Yeah, yeah. you do that work. Here's I, me, <laughs> I'm just having one piece of bologna, one piece of American cheese. <laughs> fuck them. I'm not even gonna get the mustard out. I'm just. I don't want to fuck with it. Uh, but so I like my meatball sub. It's good with not a heavy amount of sauce. Okay. Not I don't like a lot of sauce, just enough for flavor because I like the meat in the ball form. Yeah, I like, the, I like the balls in my mouth. Yeah, to be naturally flavored as meaty. Yeah, but lots of um, provolone cheese on mm, that, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's it. No onions, no nothing else. Just bread. Meatballs, little sauce. Meat cheese. Heavy cheese. Bun done. Yeah. Meat cheese, bun done. I like it. Dave, you're up, buddy. I really like the, um, I don't know if you ever had it, sweet and spicy um, meatball sub from Firehouse. It's like, it's a really good like chain restaurant meatball sub. But I don't know. Might not be a hit for you because of the sauce stuff that you I've just I've never said. eaten anything other than the one sandwich I always get from them. Which What do you always get from them? The... Um, Brisket. My number one. No, just kidding. No, I do. Fine. I do like the brisket quite a bit. I don't know if it'll make my list, but that's that's the go-to for me at Firehouse every time. It's, it's good the sandwich. most. It's the most. You know, calorically heavy and the most expensive the most sandwich, expensive. of course. Yeah. You know, because I can't just go in and have a nice light sub. I got to eat the fucking barbecue sauce. It's got barbecue sauce, mayonnaise, fucking cheese of three different. Ugh. None of them. None of them are locale subs. None. So I mean, but you're right. That is the That's most the dense, worst. <laughs> but not like you know, it's so it hard to nap fuel yeah. is what I like to call that yes. sub. Who I, I used to get one of those at lunch when I was at the office. We would go to Firehouse because it wasn't far. Yes, from the office. Yeah, uh, and I'd eat the whole fucking thing, and then by the time I get back to my desk and start working, I'm like keep trying to keep my head up because <laughs> I'm so carved out and sleepy. But that's a good nap if you can get it. If you can get it. <laughs> if you can get yeah. that post brisket sub, firehouse sub, <laughs> nap. You're gonna Perfect be, nap. You're going to love it. 10 out of cherry. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> Would nap again. Right? All right, you're up, Dave. Sorry. No worries. Uh Here's my answer, my number one pick. I'm saying I think it. I know what it is. Do you? I think I do. Okay, good. I'm say, I'm saying it just uh, to make certain people angry. I'm going with a hot dog. Not what I thought. Not what I thought. Going with a hot, a, a hot dog. Now, Dave, I have a question. Hot dog, yes. Hot dog is a sandwich. I agree with you. Technically, it's a taco. But <laughs> <laughs> so is a meatball sub. Technically, technically, that's a taco. Yeah. How do you like 
prepare if you're gonna do it up. Yeah. Now I'm not talking about Dave style. I don't want to fuck with it, hot dog. I'm talking about you want what is your ideal hot dog? Um, people hate boiled hot dogs. I, I do found. not hate boiled. I hot like dogs. boiled hot do dogs. Too. If I gotta have like my number one pick though, it's they're on the grill. But I mean, I prefer boiled to grilled. Do you? Honestly, I've never been much on the grill flavor. Yeah, that's, that's not my thing. Sure. But yeah. Okay. But I, I found out later in life. My mom used to. Well, I didn't find this out later in life. But when I was a kid, my mom would boil hot dogs. Mm -hmm. That's how we. That's how, how we did hot it. dogs. That's how and you do it in middle class families. You boil them. You boil those. Fuckers. Or the microwave. <laughs> or the that's how we do it. And see, it. that's how I do it when I'm like, Dave is, needs a lunch, and he's like, well, just cut a fucking five slits in this hot dog, throw yeah. it in the microwave, <laughs> and then put it on a bun, and enjoy. Um, but yeah, man, I found out later in life that like a lot of people, a lot of people do not like boiled hot dogs. I learned that my favorite way to cook it, though, I like, I prefer boiled. That's just always been my go to, same as you. Yeah. The air fryer version of a hot dog. Oh, I haven't done that. Cut X's in the top of it. Uh huh. All the way up, and about halfway in deep. Yeah. And just X's all up and up the length of the hot dog. Throw that bad boy in there and keep an eye on it. Okay. It'll burn quick. But it like gets it gets kind of that crispy it crispy grill the, gets nice. that crispy grill okay. texture, but it like gets, a gas station. But it hot stays dog. hot and juicy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What I mean, I never trust a gas station hot no, dog. No, but you shouldn't. Okay. I hate the shit out of a gas station. All everything on the roll when they have like the big double sided roller, sure. with all sorts of weird shit on them. Yeah. Bring it on. It makes Melissa like I'll come out with like two weird things. She's like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> two more weird things. <laughs> Buffalo chicken and some sort of sausage thing. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I trust you, people. That's so gross. Yeah. I trust you, minimum wage gas station workers, <laughs> to maintain my food safety. Safety rollers. Come on. We put your fuel. They're hot. <laughs> <laughs> Probably hot enough. Over the course of twelve hours. <laughs> All right, my my number two will be a traditional bon me. Love a good bon me. So Vietnamese sandwich, like crusty bread, usually a baguette, uh, pickled vegetables, cilantro, pork, ham, or pork and some sometimes a, like a pate spread, and then yeah. You know, Fucking love a bon me. All okay. the pickled vegetables are just so good, and, and I love cilantro. I eat cilantro for days. Okay, all right. Okay. I'm going very similar. I do like I do like subs. I do. Um, but this can come in many forms. I I love a Philly cheesesteak. That's good one. a good cheese one. Steak. That's a good one. Again, I don't like the peppers and onions. Oh boy, I can't do it. I just can't. Do sure. Them. Sure, but I also I, I can do peppers, but I feel like when there's green peppers or yellow and red peppers on something, it doesn't to me it doesn't enhance the flavor. That's all I can taste, mm. and I like to have meats and cheeses. Uh -huh. That's where I'm at. So a, a good old Philly though um, is right there at number two for me. Like if I go to Subway, I can't get mayo and mustard because that's all I. They put it on so heavy. No matter how light I say, it's so heavy, and that's all. It's just a mustard sandwich. Right. Yeah. So. I will get the Philly from – I really like the Philly from Penn Station because it doesn't – you can get – that one I always leave – I don't get onions on it, but it does have banana peppers that you can get in banana peppers, right. which I do like the banana peppers on it, 
and lots of cheese and uh, mushrooms. I like mushrooms a lot, and that's really good in a Philly for me. So I'm with you 100%. That's my Philly. That's my number two Philly. <clears throat> uh, my number two is probably what you were going to guess my number one was going to be Shrimp Po' Boy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Shrimp Po' Boy, number two sandwich. Nothing fancy. Baguette, fried shrimp, mayonnaise. Shrimp Po' Boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sounds delicious. I've never had one. They're good. They're very simple. They're good. Is that what it is? Is fried shrimp, mayo on bread? There are definitely some people who dress it up, mm-hmm. but that's pretty much. You, you're, are you a purist with the po' boy like I am with the certain sandwiches where I don't like a bunch of stuff on it? Uh, yeah, I don't like a bunch of stuff on it, cool. for sure. I don't like a bunch of stuff on it. And I also like don't really like to eat a shrimp po' boy like, anywhere else other than home. Home. Yeah. I get it. And it's kind of one of those where it's like, I don't know. There was a gas station that sold them, and it was like really good there. It's like a gas station right on the Gulf. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's the like. The thing is, though, around the Gulf, like that, that kind of place is the best place to get food. Yeah. P- Panama City Beach is the same way. You know, you go to the gas station, and it's this one place, the only place where you can get this one kind of something you know uh-huh. that everybody loves and it's famous around you know what i mean right it's like, yeah that's i get that totally so yeah i guess specifically an on the gulf uh, uh shrimp the gulf. <laughs> shrimp of the gulf yes oh boy. <laughs> if they don't call it that they can't trademark trademark <laughs> uh my number three will be a harken back to a simpler time Fried bologna and cheese. Damn. Oh, that's okay. Good. Damn, man. Yeah, you gave me an idea. That fried bologna sandwiches, fried bologna and cheese, fried meat and cheese at home sandwich. Mm-hmm. One, of, some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. You know, good old white bread, butter, cheese and meat. Yep. Sizzle, sizzle. You're done. I love Just it. Cut the little edges so the bread so it doesn't mm-hmm. curl up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Specifically bologna. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I like a hot ham and cheese. I do. I like, I like a, a hot ham and cheese too. Hardee's, baby. If I go to Hardee's yeah, and I'm not right. in the mood for a burger, yeah. the big hot ham and cheese is where I go next yeah. because I, I've always loved those. Okay. So I don't think good. I've ever tried that. I mean, oh, I, they, that's really good. You should get yeah. a Hardee's hot ham and cheese sometime. Okay. All right. But get the big one because the little one is like, not, there's, it's all bread. I'll get one right before my root canal. Yeah. Literally right before <laughs> it. There you go. So on the way up, to your <laughs> Throw it up. Just <laughs> 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 fucking teach you to not put me on. <laughs> I remember one time I had some kind of a, a filling at the dentist's office, and I ate a bunch of wild berry Pop-Tarts right beforehand, and I threw them up all over oh, that office no. while I was under under you know some anesthesia. So. Oh, boy. Yeah, right they... when my cousin's husband walked in, who was a UPS driver, and he was like, hey, Todd. I was like, hey. <laughs> That's like out of a sitcom. Oh, very much. It was all blue and purple. <laughs> it's all that wine. <laughs> yeah. All that dentist waiting room wine. <laughs> Got the water jug, the Keurig coffee maker, and the big jug of wine. Ah, oh, the dental wine. <laughs> Bring me the dental wine. <laughs> Oh dear! Right. What's the difference? Wine. Fluoride. 
<laughs> That's how Dionysus it's controls the- <laughs> you. The fluoride in the wine. <laughs> oh, shit. Bring me the Beaujolais with the fluoride. <laughs> I have my teeth to consider. <laughs> Tyler. Oh, wait, you did yours. It's Frontal my turn. Cheese. Yep, your turn. Going traditional. Fan favorite. Peanut butter and, and jelly. jelly. All right. With strawberry okay, jelly. Okay, that, because that that's on my list, so I had to specify strawberry jelly. Not grape? I don't give a fuck about grape jelly. I feel like strawberry all day. I feel grape like jelly. grapes probably... I say this as not a grape jelly enjoyer, but I feel like the general population is grape, right? Maybe. I, I, I've only... Like, we never had grape jelly at home when I was a kid. I've yeah. never purchased grape jelly since I've been out on my own as an adult. It's always strawberry jelly, so I don't know. So I grew and up on jam. strawberry jelly, bought strawberry, and was like, fuck it, I'm never going back. I gotcha. Yeah, I like I like preserves, but they make the Smucker's makes one that's like seedless mm. and chunkless. Mm-hmm. So it's like jelly, except it's still preserved somehow. Yeah. That's the way that's the way I like to make mm. it. Thick peanut butter, thick jelly, cut into triangles. Triangles important. Got to be in triangles. Has to be in triangles. Well, see, I like, I like peanut butter. Back. Instead of one thick layer of peanut butter, two medium layers of peanut butter on each side of the bread, so mm. that jelly doesn't soak through. Ah. So that's how I do it. Melissa hates a, it. A vapor barrier of peanut butter. Yep. Yep. A moisture barrier. I uh, also the best part of a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich to me is the crust of the bread. Mm-hmm. I do like the oh, I'm with you. crust the most. So that's my smooth big three. Smooth. Yep. Yeah. Never really cared for chunky. Yeah. I get why crunchy? people would or crunchy. Excuse me. I said chunky. <laughs> but so you, you, know, you love me. Open wide for <laughs> you care for chunky. I do. I open wide for it all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I get why people like it. I just personally, I don't like the, I don't like the the, the peanuts in it. Sure, I like the smooth. Like opening a brand new jar of peanut butter and it's like playing in the snow that first morning, just cutting it is, into yeah. it. It's like, oh yeah, it is nice. Stuff. That is a really good feeling. I'm not a big PBJ guy. I just I don't, don't eat them much. I don't like the but J. I love them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Pe- like the what J. about PBH? Peanut, peanut butter, butter and, and hockey? ham. <laughs> it's, it's it's ham and hockey. Oh, good. all right. Honey. Canadian Canadian bacon. Honey, honey, honey is very good. You can, you can buy peanut butter and honey on crustables that are really good. I haven't tried that. I haven't tried honey on a peanut, peanut butter peanut... and honey is fucking spectacular. I'd probably like it better than peanut butter and jelly. The, I, don't, I don't like the J. The meal it? that it was either Bush or Obama ordered the most out of the White House kitchen was. Peanut butter and honey sandwiches. They're huh. great. They're so good. And like, or peanut butter, banana, and honey. Peanut butter, banana, and honey is delicious mm-hmm. as well. I don't always have bananas around, mm-hmm. but if 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 I think about it, I will get. Hun- I will make honey, peanut butter, and honey. And if I had thought about it, I would have said peanut butter and honey instead of peanut butter and jelly. But either way, I'm good. I don't think I haven't gone yet. I no, don't think it's I'm too good. late. I like my choice. The thing about Peanut butter, peanut butter, banana, and honey sandwich. The part that like turns me off about that is the bread. Like if mm. I could get the bread out of that equation, I don't know. I think all of a sudden I can fuck with the that. Best, but, th- I think or you I've, just the little segments of banana 
a little smear of peanut butter, a little that, drop that, of honey. That sounds delicious. I can eat that shit with a fork. That sounds yep. that sounds great. I used to eat that with on graham crackers, which oh, that sounds good graham too. Graham crackers yeah. with peanut butter and banana. Yeah, and I didn't put honey on those, but that was like my breakfast. That every sounds morning. great. Yeah, we'll put some honey on it. Yeah, D- drizzle a little honey. Yeah, that would be really good. But yeah, squeeze a bee crackers, over that. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Just squeeze it. <laughs> it comes right out of them. Yeah, that's how it works. It's nonstop honey. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, Dave, you're up. Number three. Going with a Cuban, Cuban. A Cuban sandwich. I love these sandwiches. Cuban Pete. Cubans are fucking great. I love them. And I've never, like, I've never had a bad one. Flamingo Row has a really good Cuban. Yeah? Yeah. yeah Country Castle has an okay one. Oh, I got to try <laughs> Country Castles. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Cuban. Uh, my number four. Ian, you you brought it to mind. Uh, will be a s'more. Okay, okay. That's creative. Fucking love s'mores, and yeah, I think it qualifies as a sandwich. It does. I prefer an open face s'more, but yeah, yeah. yeah. A deconstructed s'more. It's just yeah. hard. <laughs> it's hard to bite into a s'more when it's got graham cracker on both sides. Uh, right, exactly. That's it why I'm the same. Out. I don't like the top being yeah. I just like mm. to have a right. an appetizer, yeah. an hors d'oeuvre s'more. Uh-huh. A s'more d'oeuvre, yeah. if you will. <laughs> I'm sorry, That's... the card says smoops. <laughs> <laughs> my, whenever you talked about uh, the the demon angle in, the, in that movie, my brain went, oh, a dangle. Ah, uh, a dangle? <laughs> <laughs> Ian, number four. I'm going to go with a plain old Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. Just the one yeah. that the one that they started with is still the best for me. I go ahead and scratch chicken sandwich. I guess I could go to a different place, but I'm not going to lie. When I want a chicken sandwich. That's where you want to get it. That is where I want to get it. Well, in that case, I'm going to go with a Reuben. Reuben's a good sandwich. I love a Reuben. I have trouble with rye bread. I can't. Yeah? I don't enjoy it, but I will tolerate it for a Reuben. For a Reuben. Like, I want to put the meat and the sauerkraut and all that on yeah. different bread, and I'd be well, fine, like sourdough or something. Let me fuck Let me fuck with the formula a little bit. Um, I don't fuck with the Thousand Island, so oh, that, really? that might be a deal breaker for some people. I, I would hey, need sauerkraut, mate. You know, makes up for it. Anytime, so. yeah. Anytime I get a Reuben, it's it's without the Thousand Island. See, yeah. I, I would make. A, I would like my Reuben to be on. Sour or before d- someone says something, I think it's technically Russian, which is close enough to Thousand Island. But somebody, would oh, say oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I I would have it on sourdough bread with with the Thousand Island and the sauerkraut. And yeah, very tender, delicious. Uh, brisket is it brisket what is it on what is corned beef corned beef thank you i suppose going for i can mm-hmm. get it tyler number five i feel like i don't have a burger on there so i will go with a patty melt i love a good patty a melt. patty melt first discovered those when i was working at huddle house in college i was like holy shit have i had a patty melt before what is describe a patty melt so i like a, I like the smash burger version i think any burger is better than a smash burger <clears throat> so smash burger with swiss cheese and onions grilled okay. onions okay what kind of bread a bun uh i think it's usually on 
I don't think it's on like rye or anything, but it's usually it's on like sandwich bread. Okay. So yeah, not a bun or anything. Okay. I'm asking you. Can confirm that. Okay. And what is a smash burger? I've heard people say this a lot, but I don't know what it is. So say you've got your flat top grill Uh and you have a ball of meat. Uh So you put it down and then you smash it so you get that crust caramelization when you smash it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They so you get a thin, crispy patty. A thin, crispy patty. Yep. That's what they do at just hamburgers. Okay. That's a smash burger. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, but just a traditional is just sandwich bread. Okay. Yeah. Ground beef, Swiss cheese, caramelized onion, griddled. Here, there, here, this one says rye bread. I remember, yeah, working at Huddle House, and I started making them at home, and God, I love good patty melt. Especially if they're really heavily caramelized onions. Mm-hmm. So tell me, does an open face sandwich count as a sandwich, yeah. or does it have to be sandwiched between two slices of something? Look, man, you and I both chose taco as our number one, so <laughs> I think it's yeah. good, right? I mean, it's it's our it's our fucking draft. We can do what we want. Yeah. That's right. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. I like a hot brown. Ah, good one. Hot Very brown. good Kentucky choice. Uh, they're hard to come by in most places. You don't find them. You used to have them at CC Cohen when it was still a thing. Shandy's. Whatever, mm-hmm. and it's I don't I don't know what they're gonna have now, but now it's uh, Casey's restaurant, Stella's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know if they have hot brown, the Kentucky hot brown. He did them uh, at the hospital, okay. so I wouldn't be surprised. You if go he down put there. it on there one day. You go down it's there good. and eat. Uh, for those that do not know, a hot brown is a nice piece of bread mm-hmm. with some roast beef, mashed potatoes, and brown gravy mm-hmm. poured over top of it, eaten. Very quickly, <laughs> which is the case when I get a hot brown because I gobble it up. I love me a hot brown. It's also very bad for you. It's like every <laughs> carb and fat in the world all rolled into one sandwich. Yeah, because I've also seen it with turkey and like a Mornay sauce. Yeah, I mean, I think it could work with just about anything, but mine is the traditional mm-hmm. roast beef Mashed potatoes, brown gravy on top. That's what when, over white when, bread. When Chocto came to to prom, he was like, "What's a good dish I can get here?" I was like, "Go to the Brown Hotel and get a hot brown." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's pretty much that's <laughs> that'd be a good one to do. Yeah, that's the probably the best place to get one. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, my list is done. Dave, you still got a spot. What are you gonna put in it? Uh, I don't have a burger, so. And the reason I was asking so many questions about yeah. what is a patty melt <laughs> uh, is because I had Frisco Burger from Hardee's on oh, my on my so list, good. and I wanted to make mm. sure that that was not in fact a patty melt. Oh no, that's sourdough bread, baby. Yes, sourdough. I do like that sourdough. That's why I was asking about the bun. I was like, okay, is it a bun? <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I love that sourdough and that bacon, and it's it a is, real like simple an, ass. Oh my god, it is an S tier sandwich. That is such a good choice. Yeah. That is the go-to for me when I'm not in the mood for a hot ham and cheese. It's the Frisco, and I like the Frisco breakfast sandwich as well. I haven't had same that. deal. It's just bacon, egg, and cheese on on the toast on the Texas toast. Yeah. So when I got the when I got the when I got the tooth abscess news, comfort sandwich. I nice. went to Hardee's, got the Frisco burger, Good and for you. and ate it painfully. <laughs> <laughs> it was great and sucked at the same time because it was yeah. like, well, if I chew on this side of my mouth, it'd be fine. What totally was Everything not. Everything ate on the cruise was like that. So yeah, yeah <laughs> totally I get that. was not fine. 
What about honorable mentions? I got tuna fish, just a traditional tuna fish sandwich, what, tuna salad. What do you put? Because I have that too. So what? when you eat a tuna fish sandwich, what do you put in it? So much like Dave, it depends on how much of a hurry I'm in. Like if Dave's making a quick hot dog, I'll make quick tuna by just a spoonful of mayonnaise and a can of tuna. It's got to be white tuna, chunk white. I don't mm-hmm. like the light tuna. I like the chunk white. Mm-hmm. Which is essentially the in a can, not in the bag. In the the can. bag is very. It doesn't matter. It was put there by a man. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. It's the chicken breast of. Um, it's the chicken of the sea. Yeah. It's the chicken it's breast. Chicken. Of, it's chicken of the sea. Uh, Stay out of it, Nick Lachey. The white, <laughs> the white tuna from a can, uh, mixed with a little mayo. Now, if I have time, I'm adding some boiled egg in there. I like I like it with boiled egg mixed mm-hmm. in, Chop, oh, chopped it. boiled oh, egg. Yeah. I do not like to add pickles or anything oh, like I do. that. To oh it. man, not, I like to eat a pickle on the side. I like to be able to dole out my own pickle mm-hmm. portion. I don't want it to be part of the of the mix. But um, yeah, tuna, boiled egg, mayo. Well, then I'm gonna claim Tanya's uh, chicken salad then. Nice. Since you're not- I haven't had it yet, so... Wow, I need to get someday. you some. I'll I do like a chicken here. salad sandwich. The Hearst chicken salad is not going to be good on bread. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to want this with crackers or something like to uh, dip it. Okay. It's like super thick. Oh, okay. Um, it's more of a... It's like a dip. Okay. A really thick and unhealthy but delicious <laughs> dip. <laughs> uh, and I also had um, just a plain grilled cheese. Kind of falls in the same oh, as the bologna cheese. Is cheese. A good one. Just yeah. a grilled cheese sandwich. Um, yeah, a little tomato-based soup on the side, mm. perhaps like a little ravioli. I don't like tomato soup, but I will eat tomato soup if it's accompanied by a grilled cheese. Yeah, just a they'll do at, at work. They'll do uh, or what Casey used to make. It's like a grilled cheese with a layer of like tomato bacon jam mm. in it. Okay. Oh, that was uh, an adult grilled cheese. What oh. he called it? Fucking great. Sweet. I don't have many. I like a ham biscuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you that, don't see ham biscuits that often. I know country it, ham or like deli ham. Country ham. Yeah, yeah. Like I only ever see those when you like have appetizers right. at a party, and that's the exact kind that I'm talking nice. about. Nice. Yeah, where it's like I finish eating one, and it's like I can feel like not a lot, but I can feel that butter between my mm. fingertips. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, that's that's lubricated perfectly. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, I had chicken sandwich on here, but like I said, man, I, I it's got to be that. I like that spicy chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A. That's what you were thinking of. Mm-hmm. When, you know, I, said I thought sandwich. Wendy's spicy chicken fillet for a second. That's the one I've eaten the most of. In my yeah, life. That hot honey same. chicken sandwich is so good from there. That is good too. Although it's, man, having not had Wendy's for a really long time, and then getting that spicy chicken sandwich. Um, from Wendy's recently, it's like, holy fuck, they put so much mayo on this thing. And they have to because that chicken is dry. Mm. And it's like, it sucks because I used to love that fucking sandwich. And I feel like since I've had so many really good chicken sandwiches since mm. then, where it's just kind of like, sorry, baby. Yeah. I found a yeah. I found another <laughs> two or three. <laughs> At uh so in culinary school, in the middle of all the semesters, you would have your Garmanger class, and the big test in Garmanger was you had a group of three people, and you would do a seven-course meal and pick a theme. So ours was uh, Southern. So for our appetizer, which 
is again one of my alternate sandwiches, which is a fried green tomato BLT. Mm. So good. So good. Of course, I had tuna fish on there. I had a lobster roll. I love a good lobster roll. Uh, where I used to work, had a great curry chicken salad, baguette, mm. arugula, and then a curry chicken salad. And then one of my, my other, I still make this one at home today from that sandwich shop I worked at in, in D.C. would be baguette, goat cheese, onions caramelized and bacon fat, uh, roasted red peppers, and then arugula uh, tossed in balsamic vinaigrette. Oh, perfect, perfect. Mm. Delicious. Well, there we go. Sandwich draft. That was a good draft. Got me it thinking was. a lot about Hell yeah. sandwiches. Hell, <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. So, guys, you want to take a little break? Yes. Get into talking about Skins game. <laughs> yes, of course. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> I spit on my computer. All right. So, uh, listen. <laughs> listen to the music that I'm going to play. Do I know what it is yet? No, I don't. Get off my back. <laughs> Sandwiches are beautiful, sandwiches are fine. I like sandwiches, I eat them all the time. I eat them for my supper and I eat them for my lunch. If I had a hundred sandwiches, I'd eat them all at once. Sing that chorus again with me, ready? Sandwiches are beautiful, sandwiches are fine. I like sandwiches, I eat them all the time. I eat them for my supper and I eat them for my lunch. If I had a hundred sandwiches, I'd eat them all okay, at once. Okay, we're good. Bullshit. <laughs> We're <Don't>, back. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> Come on, I'm already paranoid enough as it is. It's all good. It's all good, baby. It's all good. I've never been a sound engineer before. Yeah, you sure you've been sound engineer for at least a month now. Mm-hmm. It's been like two months actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they see? Aren't you feeling more confident? Yes. Yeah. I can get him done in way less time than it was a what it used to be. But before we get started, yeah, talking about Iram Skins game. Skins. You got to like you got to like do your skins. teeth up skins. It's yeah. You have to make your face a possum face in order to pronounce it that way. <laughs> I want to I want to elaborate on something I have in my hand here. Uh Part of the flopsy verse. Yeah, the extended the flopsy extended verse. The flopsy verse. <laughs> The Marvel Encyclopedia, the definitive guide to the characters of the Marvel Universe, a book I have owned for By many Pat years. By Pat Country, courtesy of There is no author on this. Uh, I, I have owned, owned this book. That's <laughs> good. I've had this book forever. It was in the big toy box. Yeah. I decided to pull it out from the potential prize winning. Yeah, this is Tadpog this property. Is Tadpog now. property now. <laughs> uh, and, and it is the uh, second chapter in the flop, third chapter in the mm-hmm. Flopsy verse. Rip flop, Flopsy Senior. Rip Flopsy Senior. <laughs> I want to tell you a little bit about White Tiger, David. Yeah, please. White Tiger. White Tiger's first appearance was in the deadly hands of Kung Fu. Fuck, I love that uh, series. Number, <laughs> number 19 from 1975. So he's an Iron Fist villain. For, I don't know. Yeah. It's just the deadly hands okay. of Kung Fu. It okay. doesn't say Iron Fist. We'll get there. Okay. A okay. Right, right, short right. summary. Okay, I got you. To follow. Uh, real name, Hector Alea, or I, Ayala, excuse me, Hector Ayala. 
Occupation, student. Mm. Base of operations, New York City. New York City? New York City! Uh, height and weight, eyes and hair are not specified. Okay. Apparently that's never been defined. Right. Why? There's just, just asterisks <laughs> next to height, weight. It says asterisk feet, asterisk inches, weight, asterisk, 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 pounds, <laughs> eyes, four asterisks, and uh, hair, four asterisks. <laughs> so I don't know why they haven't said that here, but anyway, special powers and abilities. Amulet gave him enhanced strength and agility and an innate <laughs> understanding of the martial arts. Okay. Student Hector oh, Ayala. Just know Kung Fu. Bullshit style. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, know I know Kung, Kung Fu. Fu. <laughs> Student Hector Ayala discovered amulets once worn by the Sons of the Tiger that granted him superhuman strength, speed, agility, and martial arts skills. As the White Tiger, Hector fought crime in his poverty-stricken neighborhood, but he was badly injured during Gideon Mace's campaign to wipe out superheroes and retired his costume identity for years. On Hector's first night back as White Tiger, he was mistaken for a criminal, and he ended up shot dead. Are we sh I'm not sure this is the same White Tiger that's <laughs> in the game. His... He's just weak to guns. That's all. <laughs> yeah, right. My only weakness. His amulets oh, okay. have been passed on to his niece, federal agent Del Toro, who seems poised to become the new incarnation of the White Tiger. Here's a picture of White Tiger to confirm. Is that the White Tiger from your card? I guess kind of. Looks like Black Panther only... A white, white, only Moon Knight plus Black <laughs> Moon, Panther. It's Moonlight meets Black Panther. Yeah. Well, in Marvel, Moon Knight is it's really more Moon Knight minus the 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 hood. Yeah. Yeah. In Marvel Snap, you play him. He's a five cost card. And there's only six turns in the game, so if, in each turn you get one additional energy to spend. Oh. So in turn five, you have five energy to spend, and there are locations that will adjust this, where it's like you can pull a location where it's like. Boom, everyone gets three extra energy this turn to spend. Um, but that's that's kind of rare. That's, that sounds like a pretty big deal. Yeah, it is. It's huge. Um, so on since White Tiger's a five-cost card, typically I can't play him until the game's almost over. Turn five out of six. And the way he works is he's a five-cost card. He has one power, so he's weak. You play him, and then he summons a spectral tiger that um, gets placed at a, one of the other locations randomly. Um, and that tiger is like a seven power card. Uh, uh, okay. So I'm, ex I'm surprised nothing was mentioned about spectral tigers because that's like his... That's <laughs> they don't in, even know. In the game, they that's forgot like... They did this. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> this book is old. It's old. That's an old book. That is an old book. So like, shit has the, happened since then, for sure. came into my possession probably sometime in the late 90s, early 2000s. Well, I remember Josh Nance of um, Ted Bog Sweetheart's fame. Well, Josh and I, I believe, totally believe Did that. Did you have it too? No, we. Josh and I used to go to Books a Million and read oh, it there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you were correct. Leave. I remember doing that. But a good book. But yeah, there may be there may be a revised edition out there. Okay, yeah, that tracks. That's good. Yeah, it may there may be a revised edition out there, especially with the advent of the MCU, right? Stuff like that. So okay. Anyway, that's um, White Tiger. White Tiger. Okay, but. Yeah. You know what we're all here for. Uh, 
Skins. 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 Fucking skins. You know why they call it Skins Game, right? No. Skins. I don't. I'm confused about it. Skin is. Skins is like slang for money, for dollars. It's another slang Gross. word for dollars. So that's why. And you, because in this game, one of the modes is a skins game where every hole you, if you win the hole, you win money. This is a golf game, by the way. It's a golf game, <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, it, for every hole that you win in the skins game mode, you win it's money. A, it's not a sex thing. <laughs> It could be. Every hole you get in it's the skins not, game in this. <laughs> it couldn't be. It could be, but it's not. Um, and a so golfing it, uh, whoever, dating sim. Yeah. Hey, I'd play it. I'd definitely play it. Uh, but yeah, then the, the, the most whoever, whichever player has the most money at the end of the skins game is the winner. And fucking takes, can. Takes home, takes home all their money. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking Pete. Fucking can. All can. your fucking money. <laughs> fucking can. That's who I lost to. Fucking Pete. Must have killed. This was an arcade game, first in 1990 mm-hmm. by um, Irem, believe it or not, uh, and then it was ported to. It looked a lot better in the arcade. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was a bad looking SNES fine. game. Uh, it was ported to the SNES in 1992. I do not know why. That makes sense. In the United States, it's a very 1992 mm-hmm. SNES game. I don't know why in the United States it's called the Irem Skins game, and in every it's other really place bad. it's major uh, title. Major major title. I don't know. Was there already major what? title? I mean, <laughs> maybe maybe in America we might have thought they forgot to put the title of the game on, like it was a placeholder. <laughs> major title. Name of game goes here. Yeah, I guess they major were, title here. I guess they could have worried about it being confused, like a boxing game or something. But I mean, you fucking maybe see, you fucking see the box. Like, yeah. Irem Skins game is way more. It's confusing. a weird. It's, it's a, a weird. weird name. It's a weird name. It is, and it's fun. How about golf for money. Irem's golf for money. <laughs> or just okay. Irem's fucking high, golf. High stakes, <laughs> you know high stakes I mean? golf. High stakes golf. Something yep. that says it without going in, without using that really outdated, weird slang. Yeah. And I'm sure that it also is mm. golf. You know, I'm sure that type of, that maybe that slang was used more in the golfing world. Golf talk. For golf yeah. betting golf. and things, you know. Yeah. Golf gab. Golf, yeah. golf talk. Yeah. But, I'm sorry, did you say Gorf? Gorf, Gorf Torque. <laughs> it's Gorf Torque. Yeah. Dorf, Dorf Goes Golfing is pretty good. I, I you know, I I've seen the commercials for it, mm-hmm. but I've never seen it. Dorf Gorf. Golf. Gorf. <laughs> yeah, you Dorf Gorf. It's podcasting. Hey. So you guys see the box art. What'd you, what'd you think? Thought it was going to be a platformer <laughs> with way too big of pixels. It's a top-down shot of a guy putting on a green that has a hundred-dollar bill superimposed on the green. Yeah, but I didn't think it was. Oh, it'd be a fun like Mario Golf game. I was like, oh, this is a tight golf simulation. Be okay. I'm going to. Well, what did you think about the box art? I mean, I just I mean, straightforward. It's a golf game. It's a golf game. Is it? Is it a hundred dollar bill on the yeah. on the box art? The reason I ask is because it was a ten thousand dollar bill in like the in the in the game yeah. when the game starts up. It's a ten thousand dollar bill. Oh, is it? And the only reason I remember that was because I was like, "Is there a ten thousand dollar bill?" And I, like, I guess meant to look it up. I and mean, never Mr. Did. Burns had the billion dollar, <laughs> million dollar bill. <laughs> so I don't know. 
but yeah, the guy's putting on the green and like, and he boop, he puts, and it's like the green turns into a ten thousand dollar yep. bill. It's like, wow, <laughs> big money. It is. Well, and I think they do that because each hole, or at least the first like twelve holes in the skins game, is worth ten thousand dollars per. Every time you win, it's ten thousand dollars. Every time you yep. best the your opponent, or if you hole. draw, it carries over, so you get a twenty thousand dollar hole. Yes, every time you tie, if you get a, if you both get par, you both get birdie, whatever. If you tie it, that pot carries over to the next hole and the next and the next. I had a few times where I had one game where the pot I kept tying with the computer, and the pot mm. went to like it was like. One of the later holes where the money goes up, the money values go up at some of the later holes. Oh, okay. And that gets added to that. So there was one hole I had in my game that I played that was over a hundred thousand dollars prize money. Yeah. So because I played like six holes, and I was like, okay, I get it. I'm good. The ten thousand dollar bill featuring the portrait of President Lincoln's Secretary of Treasury. Salmon P. Chase. Mm. <laughs> when it's a name, it's salmon, right? When it's the fish, it's salmon. Hank. Yeah. <laughs> I think this, <laughs> they put salmon, salmon on the tacos. <laughs> salmon. Was the highest denomination U.S. currency ever to publicly circulate. Mm. Oh, it did. was actually a thing. It was actually a thing. Okay. And today, and by today, I mean 2015, it was estimated to be worth Upwards of one hundred and forty thousand dollars nice. per per bill. God. Not too many of those out there. Yeah, damn. Good thing I kept mine. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Man, I want one of those. Sounds pretty cool. So, yeah, it sounds great. I would love to have one for about five minutes. <laughs> How fast can I sell this? <laughs> Is what I would be asking. Or take that into one of those no denominations over twenty dollars gas stations and try to pay with it. <laughs> just see, I'm fucking having an aneurysm. I want one just because I'm this a big fan. This is worth one hundred forty thousand dollars. I'll have you know. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Salmon P. Chase. Who is it? <laughs> you don't get to see of his portrait a whole lot. So, <laughs> well, if you were to compare this game to a movie or a celebrity, what would your the game or your experience with the game? Well, I'm going to go with what is probably going to be kind of obvious, Caddyshack. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, Why, though? Because mm-hmm. in Caddyshack, yeah. Rodney Dangerfield's character is constantly betting yeah. that Ted Knight's character won't make this putt or whatever. He's always spending money, throwing it around because he's stupidly rich. And uh, in this game, you win large sums of money for um besting your opponent in a in a in a hole. So uh Caddyshack. Caddyshack. One of my all time favorite movies. I love Caddyshack. Uh I was a little too young for it when it was like running on HBO, I guess. Cause I remember really liking the gopher. Oh yeah, the gopher. Love mm-hmm. the gopher. Love the um love the poop in the pool. Mm-hmm. Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. Uh, and I don't remember a whole lot more, you know. One of Chevy Chase's best movies, yeah, in my opinion. I love it. I need to, I need to go back and rewatch it. It's it, been a it's, long time. It's dated, but sure. it's still it to me. I liked it better. 
I think that movie holds up better than Revenge of the Nerds, for example. It's not like so. What about when he rapes rapey. the gopher? There is the the gopher rape is fine though because it's okay. a gopher, oh, well, and the gopher actually mm-hmm. ends up liking it. Oh, oh it's gopher mind break. Yeah. Okay. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Caddyshack is my pick for the week. All right, I do have a Nick Cage movie as well. Dave, what about you? Uh, I went with um, the famous golf movie, Ant-Man. Ant-Man, that's true. And I went with Ant-Man because I went into this game thinking that I wasn't going to like it, and then I ended up actually liking it quite a bit. Me Mm. fucking too. Girl save. Girl save. (laughs) And that was how it was with Ant-Man because Ant-Man was like... I was all about Ant-Man, and then Edgar Wright left that project, and I was like, I don't know about this Ant-Man movie, and then I didn't watch it for a long time. Then when I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. I forgot. Paul Rudd's like really charming. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of, I saw the trailer for Quantumania, Ant-Man and the Wasp 3. Yes. That looks fucking good. I still, I didn't see Ant-Man and the Wasp. I haven't seen seen it yet. Looks really good. So Ant-Man. Good pick. Ant-Man. I thought this game, spoilers, was okay. So I wanted to go with, according to IMDb, something golf-related that was okay. So The Legend of Bagger Vance. Good movie. Oh, okay. It's all right. Yeah, so, yeah it's all right. So, I okay. like Tin Cup It better. was that or Tin Cup. I was trying to decide. Tin Cup was a really good movie. But I know Kevin Costner's your boy, so I didn't I want to besmirch. a soft spot for him. No, no. I loved this game, actually. Mm-hmm. I actually really liked this game. <laughs> um I felt like it was tight. It had all the right elements. It was just, it was there for me. Uh, I played a full 18 hole skins game. Girl, same. And I won. Nice. Well done. I, I won was, by a fucking lot. I was close. And then Ken started like really yeah. winning. Who did you play as? I played as the girl, um, Donna. Is it Donna? Is that her name? That was, that's what it in defaulted the book, for for me. In the book, she in is her. called Mrs. Strong Green. Huh, okay. Uh, but she's a very good, not a big power hitter, right. but very good. That's Ted, right? Was that his name? Thanks. The very first guy. Yeah, the, the guy looks hitter. like Mike Hagar. Mr. Yeah. Longshot? Yeah, Mr. Longshot. That's him. There's Can Mr. You- Longshot, Mr. Evenhand, Ms. Strong Green, and Mr. Curve Club. Right. That's Ken. Ken Curve Ken Club. Ken is a nut. I, never, I didn't play against or with Ken. Uh, I guess I'm Mr. Curve Club, too. <laughs> what? <laughs> just, to, just take a second. Okay, I didn't hear you. I don't know how I didn't hear you because you're club right. is my penis. <laughs> oh, my club, my club curves slightly upwards. <laughs> That's not right. It's supposed to curve down, isn't it? I don't know. To, to the left. <laughs> it's supposed to look like it's slightly confused, <laughs> but the knot in the middle is totally normal. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we it's, can it's all thin agree. And then, <laughs> it's thin and then thick and then thin again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Correct. Someone tied my snake in a knot. <laughs> um, Give me the flail. <laughs> the AI in this. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, my Nick Cage Nick movie. Nick Cage movie. Yeah, Nick Cage movie. Much for the same reason you picked Ant Man, yes. I picked National Treasure. Oh, okay. Uh, because I Getting thought all that going, going into national... Salmon chase bills? Yeah, exactly. Getting all them salmons. That's what I like <laughs> to call mine. Salmons, all the salmons. 
It's all about the salmon. It's all about the salmons. <laughs> Fucking Benjamins. I like I like me some salmons. Yeah. Uh, Paper chase, right? Yeah. It is. Yeah. I. Uh, you know, you kind of go into National Treasure. I kind of went into National Treasure not expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. Yeah. But I really liked that movie, and I liked I liked the kind of Indiana Jonesy aspect, the the historical thing, all the hard to believe shit in it. But it was really well done and really well put together. It was a fun time. Um, it, it ranks up there in some of my favorite Nick Cage movies. So uh, yeah, that's for the same reason. I very much enjoyed this game. I. I will. I might play this one again. Yeah, and that's rare. That's for rare. Me. Yeah, uh, but it's a good all-around golf game that I feel has a lot of variety. So, is this the first golf game that we have played for this show? Surely not. Uh, did you play any Mario Golf or anything like that? Is that a thing on a Super Nintendo? Not on the Super Nintendo. It's a thing, but I have the, the golf Nintendo. one for Switch. The Mario Golf. Yeah, the Rush or whatever yeah, it was yeah. called. Because I struggled to think of another golf game that we've talked about on this show. I'm looking, but yeah, I mean, I can't think of one either. That sounds crazy. It that does, right? We're almost like on episode... 690 yeah. is where we're at. So and that's 690 episodes of not golf. Right. Let me look at this <clears throat> sports archive. <laughs> And there are definitely other golf games for the Super Nintendo. It just feels like we have not talked about any of any of them. Because it's like I was trying to think. I was like, what other golf games in the Super Nintendo have I played that I can compare this to? And I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think you're right. I feel like I haven't. I have played a few golf games, and I have never played one I didn't like. Like PC games or the Nintendo Switch with the Mario Golf or the just in general, I like I like a nice golf game. It's just I love the sport. You know, I've played. I don't play anymore. I wish I could, but um, I really like golf, and I love these. I loved this game. I thought it was refreshing. It was easy yeah. for me to understand. I felt like the controls were there. I mean, it was just it was all around a very good game for me. I'm glad you said refreshing because that is kind of why I got to the like. When's the last time I played a golf game? And it's been a long time. And I think that might have something to do with why I liked this so much. Kirby's Dream Course. Kirby's Dream Course is a it's golf the closest game. Closest thing. That's a, the That is a golf game. Yeah. But I mean, we've done a sumo wrestling game, uh -huh. but not done like a golf golf game. Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? And looking through at the amount of sports games we have covered is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my Nick Cage movie. Yes, yes, is Grindhouse. Okay, and it's for the same reason I chose Ant Man. I was surprised. I remember watching Grindhouse, mm -hmm. and the reveal that uh, Nick Cage's Fu Manchu was like what, <laughs> and then they just move on. Yeah, and that's kind of how this game was, nice. where it's like, holy shit, I like this. This yeah. is crazy. I played this for like two hours, I did and it too. didn't, and it didn't feel like you, it. I I played this last night, and. When I looked, I was on like hole sixteen of my skins game. Skins game, and I like that. Skins game. I like that angle of it too. I like that. It's I a, did too. That it's a skins game, and it's not a straight up 
tournament. You can play it as a tournament. You can. But it's more fun when it's like each hole has a dollar amount and there's like a closest to pin See, contest. I was on gonna some say holes. the closest to the there's you get if you are playing against whoever, you get if you get a hit and you land in one shot closest to the pin, you get twenty grand. You get twenty thousand dollars, and that actually shot me over the top to be in the lead. And from that point on, I was able to win. Because I was like that, I was like ten grand behind, and then I got that, and it shot me ahead. And it was interesting because I was playing it. I got to like hole sixteen. I looked up; it was fucking twelve thirty. I'm like at night, yeah. And I'm like, oh fuck, I got to go to bed after I finish this game, right? Because I wanted to finish. Yeah, it was yeah. A, it was a fun game for yeah. me. No, I, I I get it. I just think it was very cool that it was set up the way that it was Agreed. with the skins tournament. The skins, skins tournament. Skins. There aren't a lot of sports games to to in Nick Cage's large filmography. So the closest I could find was Snake Eyes. Snake, Snake Eyes. Eyes. Good. So it starts movie. with a boxing match. <laughs> so Snake Eyes. <laughs> Not a great movie, but I liked it. It was entertaining. I've seen pretty much everything of his up to a point. I, when he starts, he goes through a really weird phase and does like Mandy. Have you seen Mandy? Yeah, Mandy's wild. Crazy. Mandy's like a Call of Cthulhu it movie almost. Super out there. Yeah. I loved it, but yeah. Gotta be in the right mood. How about some good things, some bad things? You know, this is one of the first games that I've done with you guys since I've been on the show that I actually kind of struggle to find bad things for a change. For me personally, it was like kind of a struggle. Um, my good things, though, um, first and foremost, I just really liked the interface. I liked the controls. I thought it was easy to pick up and play. It was easy to understand. It was exactly what it needed to be. From a control I, I standpoint, I struggled for like three holes where I kept like pressing the wrong thing when I meant to do something, and then yeah, would shoot it, undershoot it, or whiff. I would whiff and then pick the wrong. I don't know how clubs work. I mean, yeah. I'm glad well, they at least recommend you a club. They do. They, they, do. Recommend they start you, a club. you with the right club that'll put you either just past the pin or just short of the pin. And as long as you factor in the wind, you're usually mm -hmm. in good shape. And they all they. Almost always, I think always, whenever you're about to hit, whether it's from the tee or the fairway or wherever, they always point you at the, the pin, the pin which is, is good sometimes, that but happens, bad other times. That, that is a common feature of golf games. Yeah. They automatically point you at the pin I mean, it makes sense, first right? to I mean, show you where it is sure but then you've got to look at the map to right. see how the how the fairway runs does mm -hmm. it dog leg does it you know whatever so you know how to hit the ball some cases if you're hit if you've got a power hitter you could make it to the green and one over this you know neutral zone <laughs> out of bounds is what it would be right but it's rare usually you need to stick to the fairway and Unless it's a video game. Unless it's a video In game. In which case, fucking swing away Go like signs, it. baby. <laughs> Do it. Swing yeah. away. Swing away, Casey. <laughs> um, I, I, um, We're probably going to have a lot of good things. I do. Uh, I'm just going to kind of run through these sure. real quick if you don't mind. Yeah. I liked the fact that you could choose from multiple golfers with different play styles. Yeah. Because I feel like that adds variety to 
the entire game. Mm -hmm. Like you go through and play as one, you could play as another and have a completely different. I've played a lot of golf games aren't just a general generic golfer and you just pick the the power bar in the clubs. Right, not usually a. You don't get to pick a character type, and then the fact reminded me of super tennis in that regard. Yeah, yeah, because super tennis does that where they have a roster. Exactly, it's a large roster. I do. If I had like one thing to build on, it would be to have more than four players. I like agree. Maybe have like 12. I feel like sometimes in games like that, I get intimidated by the by too many. Okay, yeah. And I like having limited choices in that <laughs> regard. And you know what? That's a real fair statement, too, because like, only having four jives with the general concept of this game, sure. because it is, it is an arcade-style golf game, Absolutely. more so than it is a simulator. Well, and the fact that I think, too, in addition, you can have up to four human players. You can play with other people just taking turns. Sure. Um, which is, it seems... Like, that should be just standard, and I don't know if it is or isn't because this is the first one we've done, but I like that. I think we've just got tons and tons of replay value here just on the fact that you've got four different characters to play as. Well, if you beat every mode with every golfer, then you unlock the anti-golfer, who is an inverse black-and-white character with all max stats. Ah, So, yeah. Got it. I'll, I'll do or that. Or Shooter McGavin. I didn't know which one. <laughs> <Shooter McGavin. laughs> I think it is Shooter McGavin. Um, and then I have See you at the Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. This sort of builds on that, really, just the variation of modes. You've got the skins game. You've got a tournament mode, right. which you can play as either 18 or 36 holes, um, which a 36-hole tournament would be a long boy. Yep. That would take a minute. I, uh, that's probably half a work day. Me and yacht. And then uh, the modifiers and stuff, like the closest to the hole bonus, some of the holes in the skins game, prize money uh, is higher, like uh-huh. in the later holes. Uh-huh. You know, some of them, if you can get under par, they double the prize money for that hole, which I did. And that's how I ended up winning my game so ridiculously because I had two holes where I was, I birdied. And won the hole and ended up doubling the prize money. Well, I think you you only get the prize money if you do birdie. Like I got double when I eagled. You, it was going under par, right? Which would be a birdie, correct? One you, under par, you get, right? You get double the prize if you win the hole with a under par. It doubled the prize money for that hole. You got nothing for eagle. Well, no. No, it was under the hole that I'm. I'm referring to, and I meant to. Uh-huh. I actually meant to screenshot that, but it was just under par. It didn't say you had to be too under par. It just said under par. Well, right, which is a which is a birdie's one under par, it right? Is correct. So, in order to win the hole, you need a birdie or better or better, which would be an eagle. An eagle would be two under par. And, and when I when I eagled, that's when it doubled the prize money. Okay, for that so hole. it's the same. It's the same result for either if you win the hole by the least amount of strokes. I see. So if you birdie and everyone pars, I win. Then you and it's doubled. It's doubled for me, right? Because I won the hole. If if your computer opponent got birdie and you got eagle, eagle. you win. Okay, and it's under par, which doubles the money. Okay, that makes that makes sense. So it's not dependent on how many strokes you win by. It's just whoever wins the hole. Well, if if it is determined by least amount of strokes, simply because, because they win the hole, whoever gets the least amount wins. And if it is 
you and someone else both had the same amount, then it would take that money. I don't know if it would double it and take it into the next round. Well, when I, because there was one round, there was one hole where I birdied and Ken birdied. And what happened was none of us won that hole. Right. And then, and then the prize money carried over to the next but, hole. But was it on that a double, was it on a double prize money hole for going under par? That, that, I don't understand that question. So there are certain conditions <laughs> in certain holes. Like so, there'll on be a certain, hole. On be certain like, holes, it would say before you play the hole, if you're if you win the oh, hole right. under par, it doubles the money. Right. So in that case, if you both went under par, did it double the money and carry it to the next hole? Yeah, that I don't that I don't know because when we both birdied, it wasn't on one of those special gotcha. holes. Gotcha, gotcha. So gotcha. many scans to consider. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot it's of heater is <laughs> a lot of a lot of weird rules to it. And it, it was, but it was it was again. I think that made it fun. Totally, I, liked, I, I didn't feel the like I needed to it understand it. No, you know what really. I mean? Because really, all you need, the the other you know, kind of going on the controls thing and everything else. You know, not only do you have the club you can choose, the direction you can face, you can change your stance, which means your curve one way or the other. So if you want to try to aim it off but curve it in mm-hmm. to stay you know with the lie of the fairway uh you can do that and then the amount of power that you use right i mean Which, it, and that's we need to talk about that for a minute because that's one of the things that separates it from a simulation from an arcade style the bar that you hit you know how like a golf games right. always have that fucking mm-hmm. they've got that bar and the line is moving you got to hit it you got to time the the, you, want the it, you want it to hit dead center on the line. Typically. And if you go above it, you hit short. And if you go below the line, you hit high. It hits the ball right. high and puts backspin on right. it. Right, exactly. And if you get in the red zone on either end, you whiff. Right. You miss the ball altogether. And what's usually in a simulation golf game, you're controlling your power in that same manner. This game lets you set your power. Mm-hmm. So Which you can set it to whatever you want. And super you, cool. And it's I like great. That. And you can you can mathematically I I actually got a lot of enjoyment out of this because the game will tell you you are X amount of yards from the pin. You're, and it's like in your club uh-huh. at per in a, if you hit the ball, they'll ha- they'll tell you that a one wood will hit a ball two hundred and 40 yards. Right. Depend- However, who, depending how, on your golfer. Depending on your golfer. Sure. So if you are, it'll, if it, if it's, it tells you that you're, it always tells you how far away you are from the pin. Right. And that and is how f- a straight line to the pin. Right. But yeah. You can start, you can start mathematically being exactly. like, okay, well, it's, let I'm, me, let me do my power a at third. 60%. Yeah. Right. If, I, yeah. if I'm, if my club will hit the ball 90 yards right. at full power, but the ball, the pin is only thirty yards away. Right. I want to set my power at about one third, right. and, and I, I like that. It was awesome. That was a lot of no, fun. It was great. And then there's wind that that comes into effect, and it's like you like calculate. Okay, well, I got to compensate for the wind. I got a lot of enjoyment out of that. I really did. I did too. And I was, I was, I was smiling when I was yeah. done. I was like, this was fun. I had fun for rare the rare fun time i don't have anything to complain about honestly i liked it i liked just about everything about it i think they got it just right and who was the we played this because why this was just picked rando yep 
Who this else, is a randomizer. Who else, what else did we play that was done by these these folks? It was iRim. By iRim? Is there another iRim game there that is. we did? Yeah, we've done one recently. I wish I could remember. Yep. So what? Uh, so for golf, is it an ace is a hole-in-one, and then you've got eagle, birdie, par, par bogey. Double bogey. Double bogey. Triple bogey. Okay. Yada, yada. Uh, they did Gun Force, the, or at least they uh, did the okay. arcade version. And then um, Bits did the uh, port. Okay. So that was probably the most recent one. Well, this this worked for me. It was a, it's in my top favorite Oh, they games. did Dinosity, too. Yeah, Dinosity. Nice. Good old Dinosity. This is better than both of those games, although I haven't played the arcade version of it. And Gun they Force. did Kung Fu for the NES. Yeah. Ooh. Classic. And the arcade. Just according to the IRIM archives on the on the website. Yeah. Yeah. On the Tadbog <laughs> website. Um a couple of good things I have about the game. Uh I loved how each hole is introduced. Like each hole has its own yeah. introduction. They give you a little they, they go, give yeah. you a little a little you know, you need to Watch out. There's two yeah. hit over the water twice on this hole. Uh-huh. They warn you. They, they say, hey, yes. these are things to look out for. Yep. They go over the features. I felt like it was really helpful. They give yeah. you the total yards. Yeah. They give you the par. So it wasn't one of those things where it's like they just drop you in a, they, it's, and it's they show you a map of the hole. This is all before you tee off. And I felt like that was really nice because I didn't feel like I was just dropped onto a tee. And it's like I'm trying to look around like, what's the par for this court? You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. everything, they kind of like just ease it in. They're like, here's the information. Just press a button when you're ready. Tap it in. All right. Tap, tap it, in. it in. Tappy, tappy. Uh, I liked the presentation of the game. E- even if they didn't grammatically get everything correctly in their hints. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- uh, I thought the, g- the graphics were colorful. I liked the, yeah. I liked the voice. Uh, Great good shot. Good shot. Yeah, good yeah. shot. You, when you put it right where you're supposed to, it rewards you by saying, hey, you did it. That's exactly where you should be. For, and for 1992, I felt like yeah. that, was, that was impressive. I thought, especially for 1992, the cutscenes are really nice. Like, if you get a birdie, the camera fucking... Because, like, it's a golf game, so the camera's behind you when you're swinging. If you get a birdie... Uh, or or an eagle, anything or below pro- par, right? The the camera fu- mode seven, maybe honestly one of the best uses of mode seven. Truly, the camera fucking like spins around from the back of the golfer to the front of the golfer, yeah. and, and shows you a little victory and dance. shows him like yeah, doing like the yes <laughs> yeah. motion, and it's like. This is 1990 fucking two. They really gave it some thought. Yeah. So I thought I was really, really, really impressed by by that. I, I thought that was a really nice fucking cutscene for a golf game. And I do like the way they laid out the putting where on the right side of the screen, you've got the topographical map of the green, which, by the way, was ridiculous. I know. I right? mean, these were like fucking uh, putt putt yeah. course. Yeah, greens. totally. It's like, oh, wait, we just put Pac Man in the middle of this yeah, one. It, <laughs> like with these huge dips and hills and valleys, which is like, okay, that I didn't care for yeah. just because that 
It's unrealistic. It took away from the realism that yeah. ultimately was there. It was a very realistic game until the putting. But they show you that on the right and or on the left, and then you in a little narrow column on the right. They don't leave that out. You know, they didn't. They didn't make it to where you're standing on the green, but they. I like the fact that you see the whole green from the top, right? So you can plot out your shot sure. better. Because the slope's going to affect how the ball yeah. rolls. And, and again, yeah. it's, it kind of goes towards the game's good points is the composition of everything on the screen. You know, the the map of the course on the right-hand side when you're driving, everything is just like easy to see where you're going, yep. what you're doing. All, and all the control-related things are it, like a strip at the bottom. And you just hit your shoulder mm-hmm. buttons to go between them. I got uh-huh. to the point where I was like doing it so fast uh-huh. – you know, just bloop, 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 power down, bloop, 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 direction. You know, it was really just really good. Really uh, good shit. And the last good thing I had was, and this is going to be very subjective. I know a lot of people don't like this. Uh, I like the music. It reminded me of Pilot Wings. Okay. Mm. And it, I can see that. It's, it's a very like early SNES sound to it. It does. Like, you're right. Yeah. And it's upbeat mm-hmm. and it makes you feel like, you know, it's exciting. Um, one of my favorite things, I used to have this golf game on PC like back in the 90s um, that was, I don't even remember the name of the game, but it was one of those games where. It had like ambient sounds of like birds <laughs> right, sure. and wind and things going on. And I would just, if I was having a bad day, I would just put my headphones on and fire up that fire game up golf. and just yeah. listen and play golf. And it was like, for being kind of shitty 1990s PC graphics, it was just the most relaxing thing in the world and this kind of did that for me in a, in a lot of ways it kind of was the handheld in my retroid it was kind of a handheld yeah version of that and i feel like this was really neat for me because i i really will probably play this one again it's a relaxing game yeah yeah well so that's a it golf games they've always kind of i'm not a person who get, experiences anxiety like pretty much not. i'm always pretty even keel but golf games trigger anxiety in me um, probably because, I mean, I remember Brandon and I both got compact Brasarios in the mid to late nineties and it came, yeah, it came <laughs> with a, with a golf game. So we both played a lot of that golf game because we didn't have anything else for it yeah. until like Diablo two came out. But whenever, anytime, and I experienced it in this game too, was I feel like I'm doing really well and I fuck up a little bit, I fuck up a little bit. And there's just no coming back from it. So I'm constantly like, shit, shit, shit. You know, it just it stresses how me out. Like I how come back I from gotta this get this just perfect, sure. just perfect. And it kind of it kind of stresses me but out. But the beauty of the skins game is, if you fuck up a hole, it all is fine. The next hole, it is because there's no running score. It's just it's you play it hole by hole. Yeah, all you're trying to do is beat your opponent. And at any point, if you're like fucking just hitting and you can't make it work. Give up. Give up. You and can then, give up on that hole, forfeit the next that hole. money, and yep. move on to the next, which, again, is an excellent feature. I really I, like I that. liked that you just – you. it was your turn until you got to the hole. You didn't have to go and watch the computer. Right. They do, like, three turns to get there. Right. You just got to go all your turns until you got to the hole. It, yeah, goes, that it, is nice. That was nice, but I'm also – I do have a note about that for the – 
not great things okay. about the game. What did you have for good things, Tyler? Pretty much everything that you guys have said. I thought it was simple, <clears throat> simple, direct. Um, I like that it referred to clubs because I don't understand the clubs. Yeah. So. I would like to sit down with you and play a golf game sometime and, okay. and talk you through it. Kirby's Dream Course it and, is. And bully you. Right? <laughs> Make fun uh-huh. of you. Stress me out. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And when I said talk you through it, don't I Don't fuck it up. <laughs> don't fuck it up. No, 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 no. Oh, oh a two ooh. wood? A yeah. two wood? Yeah. Use that one. I'm going to eat your skin. <laughs> Say everything really sarcastically. You're doing great. Yeah. Mm. Good shot. <laughs> oh, no, curve it that way. Great, great, dude. Thanks. Dude, thank you. Thank you for doing that. That's not how I roll. I want to take, I want to help take your anxiety away. He <laughs> sounded like games. Brian from Family Guy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get into I'm trying to sound like Jacob, but he's a little mad. No, no, no. Thank you. Thank you. Perfect. That's a great that's a great thing you just did. <laughs> did Again, sound like you sound like Brian. <laughs> he did it twice. Uh-huh. Very well. But that's mid-anger Jacob. High-anger Jacob is whenever he's quiet <laughs> and he's enunciating his words just perfectly. That is the max rage. <laughs> okay. I've got a couple of little bullet points for the bad thing. I the, I only played one game because time didn't allow me to get to it till last night. I played through a skins game. I was playing against Pete. Fucking Pete. I think. Could not fucking miss a putt. He never, ever putting Pete? missed a putt. Yeah. Must have been putting Pete. Don't fuck with putting Pete. Every single time he one shotted it into the hole, every time on the green. And that really frustrated me. Because that's not realistic, especially considering the fucking weird-ass nature of the greens mm. and how super slopey and hilly they are. Um, that was the computer actually cheating. Was Pete the all-rounder? I believe so, yeah. yes. Uh, I, played as, I played as Pete the all-rounder. Yeah, and uh, so that kind of frustrated me because I didn't think it... But <clears throat> like I, I did like how... When you get to the green, his ball's there. You didn't have to wait for him to and hit. And it would say it took four <clears throat> strokes, you know, so you would know how long it took you and that you were right. already ahead. Or yeah. Behind. And, I mean, at one point, Pete bogeyed a hole. So, I mean, they're, it's not, like, fully cheating, but I'm not kidding. He never, ever, ever missed on his first putt that I know of. I mean, hell, I don't, as far as I know, he was out there going tick, 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 tick the whole time while I'm putting. Who knows? Right. You never see him hit. Right. So, um I also said to that it would have been it would be nice if there were a little bit more course variety, but I also understand that the ability to generate new courses or to have stored multiple courses on a 1992 SNES cartridge was probably an issue. But a there's a 36 hole tournament, so there's at least 36 holes that you can play. Number one. And number two, in reality, most golfers play the same course over and over again in real life. You know, if you belong to the yeah. country club, you're not going to pay more to necessarily go out here to the Paxton Park or whatever and play. You'll just play the same course over and over because that's your course. Right. So it really wasn't a bad thing. But it, I do like when a golf game, like especially like a modern golf game, has – Real courses like Augusta, and, sure. You know, 
Shady Pines or whatever the fuck. There's something like that. Ma, Shady Pines. <laughs> Shady Pines, Ma. Um, but in that, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing because, again, with different players and different wind speeds and different, you know, you can have a different experience each time. So it's not really a bad thing. But as I mentioned, I really, I kind of struggle to find bad about this game. I thought it was just really good all around game. Um, I had, there were a few moments of slowdown that I experienced. It wasn't major. It really honestly didn't really affect the gameplay much because it's a golf game. It would happen periodically when you'd hit the ball. Uh, the moment after you hit the ball, the camera angle would change from behind the golfer to above the golf course following the ball. And every now and then I'd have some slowdown there. Not, again, didn't really affect the gameplay, but it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, ah, it kind of stinks because like the presentation otherwise <laughs> it felt like was was yeah. good. Um, so that stood out to me. Didn't happen a lot. Not a huge deal. Um, then the other thing was that sometimes while I was waiting for the CPU to putt, I had one instance where I thought the game had frozen. I had that up. happen to me too. It was like a full like 45 seconds yeah. almost before he putted. And yeah. I was, I was thinking the same thing that it froze up, but what the fucking thing is doing, it's calculating, calculating. Yep. And it's a one, fucking super Nintendo. The so, one hit, right? The one hit yeah. wonder was calculating. Oh, I'm definitely going to hit the right. hole. Just I give just me a minute, a minute to figure <laughs> out exactly how I'm going to do it. Right. Yeah. So that was a, I counted that in, in the you negative. Could smell the math being done by the by the processor. Right. Which I mean, look, that's she, fine, I guess. But like, give me an indicator that it's thinking. It's not like a. It's not like a four eighty six. You know, I can't look at a light and be yeah. like, okay, it's thinking. It, it just <laughs> it does. It looks like it freezes up. Uh, and those were the only bad things I had. <laughs> Tyler. I mean, I thought this game was just you know okay. Golf games aren't my thing, but I also struggled to find. You know, I think without an instruction guide, it was kind of hard for me to figure out. Um, the graphics of that were, you know, okay, but this is a 1992 game. I think for 1992, looking at that through that lens, it's par for the course. Yep. Yay. Oh, and that's really about it. I don't have any. Yeah. Cool. Where, where did I guess we've kind of talked about the good and the bad enough to where it got you and where or where it lost you. Pretty much right away, I yeah. was in. I was enjoying it immediately, and it didn't lose me at any point. I, I man, at the intro, I thought the intro was real cheesy, and it <laughs> yeah, is. It is. So I mean, I was like, ah, looks I like an English football this. club opening. Like, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's right on that title <laughs> screen, and then with him hitting like the the ball, putting the ball on the the green turns into a ten thousand dollar bill. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, I bet that doesn't even exist. This game's gonna suck. <laughs> And then, like, seeing the characters to choose from, that's kind of where it won me over was because it's, like, almost like UN Squadron style where it's, like, it's crazy to say this. It sounds crazy, but those four characters have distinct <coughs> personalities and they're yeah, they in do. their little profile avatars. You got, you know... Um, Ken, or at least it was Ken for me. I have a sinking suspicion that they changed the first name ah. uh, from from match to match, and they that's why they uh, referred to as their last names in yeah, the manual. Gotcha. But Mister Trickshot, whatever his name is, um, he looked like Clark Cur Kent. Curve Club. 
Curve Club. <laughs> he looked like Clark Kent, but like Clark Kent disguised as a different Clark yeah. Kent. Yeah. Like his cover's been blown as Clark Kent. So he's like, I'm going to wear silver glasses and dye my hair brown. <laughs> I'm Cliff Kent. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought that's that's kind of when I was like, okay, they give they they care about this. Uh, buy rent or birthday. You know, when I was a kid, I would have probably never even given this a chance. No, I wouldn't have. Um, but right now, it's a it's a definite buy. I think this would be an excellent addition to someone's library to have on hand, just to play anytime with friends or by yourself. Um, I would have been like, "What the fuck?" if I'd have gotten it for my birthday. But I would have been glad for it later, especially after having played real golf and appreciating the game. So to buy for me. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as far as when I was a kid. I wouldn't <laughs> have really wanted to have anything to do with this. Um, it's a buy for me now, for sure. I think it would be really interesting if I was going to say if this were out on the SNES library on the Switch. I think that would be cool. It but would like be a good addition to the Switch. But a tweak that I would want to. I, I want I would want it to be hacked so that all four people can play at the same time instead of taking turns. Yeah. And then you like you just get maybe everybody sees everybody putt or something. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it honestly would be it'd be one thing to play this with three other people in person and watching and joking around and stuff, an entirely different thing to like be playing this online and waiting for your turn. Yeah, it's the waiting, yeah, for the turns that kind of always put me off to other golf games. Whenever, like, if I happen to get a good hit and the next five minutes are spent watching the other golfers catch up. Right. That's a real frustration in actual golf. (laughs) Yeah. Because you've either got some hot shot coming up behind you that's, like, constantly Mm. looking at their watch, like, hurry up, or and then you either want to let them play Play through through. and run the risk that the people behind them are going to want to play through, and at that point you might as well just stop. Mm -hmm. Or you ignore them completely and play, and then you're waiting on some fuckhead in front of you that won't stop shooting the shit. And, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like when when the golf course is all but empty or you're playing a scramble, it's totally different. But when you're literally playing behind other people – you spend more time standing around, and if you're in the groove, it's easy to come out of it because you can't get up to the tee to fucking hit the ball. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a it's a it's a legit frustration yeah. in the sport, whether it be video game or in real life. What about for you, Tyler? Uh, split the middle. Birthday. Birthday. We've been fine. Do we want to see what Flopsy has to say about it? Yeah, we can see what Flopsy has to say. What do you guys? What do you guys think, Flopsy? Um, what do you think the rarity of Irem's skins game, the skins game, is? I've never heard of it. Me I've neither. Never heard of it. Never seen it. Nope. Never heard anybody talk about it. Nope. Which is surprising, honestly, because you think a game like this would. I think uh, it's a. I think it's a good game. It makes me wonder, like. This since this is the first one we've talked about aside from Kirby's uh, Dream Course, mm-hmm. like it makes me really wonder how the other golf games on the system compare because it's like, uh, yeah, I don't expect they're as good, but then again, 
I've never heard you of this know. game. So, yeah. yeah, maybe. I think this is an excellent baseline. Yeah, I agree. Where we're going to say it's either better or worse than Irem Skin's game because it just mm. kind of hits right on the money where it needs to be. I'm going to say, I'm tempted to say rare, but I'm going to go uncommon. Okay. Uncommon. And I think the, I'd like to think they rated this one four stars. Okay. Because I would. Okay. Uncommon four stars for me in. Fuck it, I'll say rare. Rare? Rare three stars. Rare three stars. I When I was pulling it prior to the show, I saw the star rating, so I can't really comment on that. I can't guess on that, uh, but I can guess on the rarity because I didn't see that. I'm going to go uncommon. Um, I think this would have been in all the blockbuster, you know, rental yeah, places. Yeah, that. And I think it being a sports game, I think... Whether or not it made it out there, I think they made a lot. They probably made a lot of them because they would have mm. thought this is a sports game. It's a golf game. It's going to sell really well. Let's make a shitload of them. Well, according to the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNES Library, nineteen ninety one through nineteen ninety eight, by Pat Contry, courtesy of Monster Mole Mike and a shadowy benefactor, uh, this game, the Irem Skins game or major title, mm. the U- EU. Uh, is a very uncommon game. Okay. Oh, okay. Right in, right in right the Right between rare and uncommon. It's a very uncommon game, uh, and they gave it three stars. Okay. And this the summary at the bottom pretty much confirms it to me that they changed the first names because uh, the reviewer played a game against a computer-controlled opponent named Ralph. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it had a name generator yeah. built in. They should have put those Pants. resources into putting. Classic. Putting. Classic Irem mistake. <laughs> Classic Irem. God. You guys have any achievements for this game? Yeah, I do. Do we want to, do we want to speculate how much it would cost? We can do well. we can do this yeah, in however order we want to do, do it. Let's do that first. Okay. How much do you guys think this game costs? Eighty dollars. Eighty bucks? Go a little lower to fifty-five dollars. Fifty-five bucks? Actual value of the Irem Skins game for the Super Nintendo loose on average, according to PriceCharting.com at the time of this recording, is twelve dollars and two cents. Wow, for a very uncommon game. sports game, boys. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean okay. that that that's a definite pickup for you, then, right? I mean, you're gonna. You would buy that for twelve bucks, right? Yes, I would buy. I'll buy it for you for twelve bucks if sold. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I in this look. This was also really tough because, like, in price charting, I had to put in. It's not listed as the Irem skins game. (laughs) It's skins game. Mm. (coughs) Um. Yeah, lose twelve dollars and two cents. One sale per week. Okay. Wow. People, people gonna listen to this show and play it. Scoop it up. They're scoop gonna, it up. So I need to check. Raise I need to that buy value. it. I need it. to buy it before this before episode comes next out. Week. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, man, you get it complete on average for thirty four dollars thirty eight cents. I know. I know. God, it's a little more than double. I know. I mean, if I could find it, maybe. Hmm. Okay. But Chivo. So Chivo time, huh? I have uh, four achievements. 
My first achievement is take a mulligan. And to earn take a mulligan, uh, save state before you're shot. <laughs> and if you really fuck it up, try again. Yeah, I should have thought about that, shouldn't I? <laughs> Didn't have to do it a whole lot, but I, I'm going to admit to cheating a little bit where there was times when I would go to putt, and of course the putting green is so fucked up, <laughs> but... But since Pete, good old Pete, yeah. could not fucking miss a putt, right. I didn't Putting feel Pete. too bad about going back and trying again yeah. to try to beat him if it was for like a birdie or something because I just knew by the time I was like halfway through the game, I knew he would never miss. And if he's never going to miss, then I should be given the chance to never miss. My my long game was fine. I rarely had to do anything like that for the long game. I could always get it where it needed to be. It was the putt. Every now and then I'd hit a tree. Hitting for a sure. tree would happen, <laughs> and that was frustrating. Yeah. And it makes the little tree noise when you hit the tree. I know. And when you hit the pin, yeah. it makes the Be- pin noise. Yeah. And yeah, it's oh, nice. Yeah. Just little things like that matter. Yeah. So anyway, that's the first one. My second one is, where's my check? Okay, give me one of them big ones. I don't care. <laughs> a la Happy Gilmore. Uh, and that just is win Skins game. Okay. I wish they gave you a giant check. That would, Well, I lost. So I don't oh. I don't know what ending you got. I got second place, so I got a sunset and a dragonfly flew on a reed. <laughs> Same. Oh, really? <laughs> Same ending. Did you get credits or anything? Nope. Me neither. I sat and waited <laughs> and waited. The dragonfly yep. flew off the screen and back on the screen uh-huh. three times. Yep. And I'm like, I think that's, that's it. it. I'm just going to hit a okay. button now. And, yeah. And we're back yeah. to the soccer Where are the club credits? Logo. On the box. I ram. <laughs> There, right? <laughs> they, yeah, nothing. Yeah, you don't get a special treatment for winning. Okay, that makes me feel better. <laughs> um, and for the record, if I were playing in a golf tournament and I had like time control power, you better believe that I would be abusing the shit out of that. So, yeah, especially for like ten thousand bucks a hole. Yeah. yeah, no shit. Yeah. Um, my next achievement is fuck you, Pete, <laughs> and to earn fuck you, Pete. You come from behind at the last minute by getting a $20,000 closest to the pin bonus, which brings your total winnings higher than your opponent, therefore leading you to the win, as long as you can stay ahead of him at that point. You unlocked that one. I did. Yes. I did. <laughs> I was so pumped about it, too. I was like, I got 20000 I'm in the lead. <laughs> and then um, my last achievement, I'm going to do something a little different. Please play the harmonica. I'm not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> You'll have to listen to this to this part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> this is a mystery soundbite achievement. So I jump ship in Hong Kong, and I make my way over to Tibet, and I get on as a looper at a course over there in Himalayas. A looper? A looper. You know, a caddy, a looper. Jack. So I tell him I'm a pro jack. And who do you think they give me? The Dalai Lama himself, the 12th son of the Lama. The flowing robes, the grace, bald, striking. So I'm on a first tee with him, I give him the driver. He hauls off and whacks one, big hitter, the Lama. Long, into a 10,000 foot crevice right at the base of this glacier. Do you know what the Lama says? No. 
So he finished 18, and he's going to stiff me. And I say, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know? And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going for me, which is nice. To get that achievement... You win at Skins game and get the ending, which is basically a really nice thin view of the sunset with the dragonfly coming through. I had three. What'd you have? Uh, first one is Welcome to the Valkyrm Dunes. Mm-hmm. And you unlock that by getting a bogey, which was everybody's in Final Fantasy Eleven. The thing you hated the most was mm-hmm. everyone got killed by the damn bogeys mm-hmm. at night in the Valkyrie Dunes. And the random, what were the skeletons called on the in the dunes? <sighs> Fuck, I don't remember. Were they the, were they the ghasts? Maybe. Every now and then one would show up. The bogeys were super common. Yeah, I'm not crazy, right? There was uh, from time to time a skeleton. Probably, yeah. 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 And, and the then, goblins are bad too, but yes. And then the Valkram Emperor. Oh here. God, yeah. That was always so frustrating when he'd show up and you're leveling and you're yeah. like, we can't kill him. Yep. And he has like <laughs> one of the most expensive item drops on Mother him in the game. So. Yeah. <laughs> the other one is behold the power of Raditz. Raditz being Goku's brother in Dragon Ball Z, who shows up in the first episode, uh, and his special move is. Keep your eye on the birdie, which is fucking dumb, but you unlock that by getting a birdie. Okay. Uh, the last one is Zach Braff, who you unlock that by getting an eagle because this thing in Scrubs is <laughs> eagle. <laughs> nice. Uh, I have three. My first one is uh, come on, Barbie, let's go party. Uh, 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 yeah. In order to unlock come on, Barbie, let's go party. Uh, uh, when is Ken? Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, next achievement is I'm tired. So tired. So tired of playing golf. So tired. <laughs> In order to unlock, I'm tired. So tired. So tired of playing golf. So tired. Play at least three extra holes to determine a winner. Um, I did, and I did have an extra hole. Oh so, man, we had so many damn extra holes. <laughs> and what sucked about it was like, it's exciting on one hand because potentially you that could rack up, you oh, know, yeah. and you get enough extra holes where it's like it's anyone's game, right? But Ken was so far ahead that it was like, un- literally, unless there's literally seven extra holes, Ken wins. <laughs> so, um. So tired of playing golf. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and my last achievement is uh, Jugdement Day. <laughs> uh, in order to unlock Jugdement Day, uh, get to the 13th hole in the game uh, where the synopsis for the hole is the creek crosses this hole. Jugada the wind for birdie. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't let that go, man. That was so <laughs> fucking good. funny to me when I was playing it. And it's, it's, you know, obviously translated, but I mean, still, it's like, you got all the other words right. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. Had a lot of fun talking about skins. Yeah, dude. You like the potato skins? 
from Fridays. I used to. I used to. Remember those potato chips? Yeah, I like the potato. I like potato skins. Bacon cheddar, TGI Fridays. I like those. They sell the frozen TGI Friday sells a bunch of stuff frozen, don't they? Do they, they do, do the, the tater, I haven't seen it in a minute, skins. but yeah, that's that's what what burnt me out on them. Oh, I, the at home. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were good. Do they? They, they don't. Were, I ate the shit heat out right up. They don't sell them anymore. <laughs> I think they're still out there. But Along those would do good in the air fryer. Sticks and sticks. Yeah, <laughs> Dennis and I call those Maz rods. Maz. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I would give it the beard of PGA golfer Frank Beard. A beard beard? Yeah. <laughs> ah, beard's beard. <laughs> he did have a beard. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Go. It would be awful if he couldn't grow a beard like me and his name was Beard. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be ironic. Johnny Luscious Beard. <laughs> <laughs> All of his family that stands around with their luscious beards just shaking their head at his little bald face. <laughs> Such a disappointment. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were give this game a pair of glasses, sums up how you feel about it. What kind of glasses would the glass, that be? The glasses of professional golfer Richie Fowler. Oh, I thought you said Richie glasses. Richie <laughs> <Richie> spectacles. <laughs> Whose golf game dramatically improved once he started wearing glasses. Oh, all right. <laughs> Turns out seeing helps with golf. <laughs> Who knew? I think it's great that he was good enough without <laughs> the glasses <laughs> to be a, to be a professional yeah, golfer. Like, oh, man, you get a lot better with glasses. Oh, wow. <laughs> he gets glasses and everybody goes, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. He gave well, Richie glasses. <laughs> no green jacket for me this year. My kid has to go to college. <laughs> Take Richie's glasses away. <laughs> would you guys like to find out what game we're playing next? Let's do it, man. I would like to find out, Let especially me. given the conversation we had prior to this. <laughs> Let me go grab this batter up peripheral, plug it in. Set it up while in crazy kid style so I can pull my, my no-no hole in a random direction. Say the prayer. We all love to say. No whammies, whammies, no whammies. Stop. 484. The E's. The R's. 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 We've already done all the Ren and Stimpy games. We have. We have. So it's not that. Race driving. Let me say that in a more relieved tone. We yeah. have. <laughs> race driving. It's not race driving. It's run saber. Oh, okay. We'll Which we've done. Saber. Yeah. All right. Let's do it again. Yes. No whammies, whammies, whammies. Stop. 325. The G's. The M's. M's. Uh, Before Snap, there was Marvel's Hero of the Gems or War of the Gems. Yeah, Marvel okay. Superheroes and War of the Gems. <laughs> now I'm starting to understand what you meant. Stop. 439. Jesus. Uh, the M's. The P's. The P's. P's. This was a good episode. Uh, <laughs> oh God, Porky, Porky, Porky Pigs pig on a holiday. holiday. I said a good episode. Oh. <laughs> Peggle. 
power moves. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> wow, that had been purged from my brain. Power moves. <sighs> no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. Nine. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Why was that funny? It's just... I love it. Arrow the Acrobat 2. It is the A's. It is Adam's Family Values. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Stop. Four, zero, one. The O's. No. The O's. It is the O's. The O's. Oh, fuck. Um, Have you purged this one from your memory? On the ball. I don't remember that at all. It was I the overhead that. labyrinth game. Yeah. Well, you remember like the Sonic oh. 2 or Sonic 1 bonus levels? Okay. But it was that. It was just that. Mm-hmm. God, yeah. We did that. Like I was going to Brian's wedding for that one. Yeah. It's a super short. Yep. <laughs> super short, easy game. Stop. <laughs> is this a record? 336. Absolutely. Yes, it is. It is. F's. M's. M's. Mario's <laughs> Magic. Mario's Mario Magic Kart. Castle. Mario Kart. Mega Mario Man Kart. X2. Early boy. It was an early boy. <laughs> Stop. 56. Oh. Bees. The bees. Bees. Um, blast off. Beethoven, the ultimate canine caper. This is not a joke. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. All right. This is not a joke. Why this was it? randomly generated <laughs> How, after well, one, two, three, it. four, five, six of them. Beethoven, the ultimate canine. Ride it in the sky in gossamer <laughs> teardrops. It was meant to be. Beethoven. Yes, ah. <laughs> Beethoven. Meant to Beethoven. All right. Will you Beethoven my Valentine? <laughs> I choose. No, for not. <clears throat> well, we want to take a break and roll in the community corner. Yes. Let's do okay. It. We got a package, we got a quiz. We got some phone calls we're not going to take to the chagrin of Taryn. <laughs> Sorry, Taryn. Also, I said pussy earlier. She checked and just out. now, I'll wake her up. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Sound <laughs> like you're calling her. Pussy, 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 pussy. <laughs> no, that's... Pss, 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 pss. <laughs> that's how you call a pussy. Pss, 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 pss. Okay. Uh, hang in there. We'll be right back. I'm a city golfer, you can ask my wife I've been out there hacking every day of my life I got the shorts and all the plaid sweaters That new tailor-made driver didn't make me any better Man, I hit them fat and I hit them thin I roll them in the bunkers, man, I hit them again Slice them in the bushes, crank them in the creek I pop that sucker up and hooked it out in the street. Yeah, I'm 245, right down the middle, and I'm Mr. Green. 
to the left just a little Chili dip away and put it on together Hit that son of a bitch right up there in the leather If you call that good and let me press on the side You can put me down for a fine Welcome back to Community Corner Community Corner Community Corner we're back. Community corner. Sample a little banjo music for that. On the break, I bought the IRM skins game <laughs> for uh, $15.95 with an instruction manual and free three-day shipping. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to get fucking rid of that thing. <laughs> yep. They don't know. It's they, very uncommon. They've, <laughs> <laughs> they've never played it. I, I wonder how many copies of this game I could buy. Could this, yeah, up? could this be like auction house, like, yeah, like buy stuff? them all, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then slowly dole them out one over the next, like one per year. <laughs> uh, I'm, the, I'm opening up the Disney vault. Dave's vault. One iRim skins game is released. <laughs> Davey's skins game. <laughs> $300. <laughs> In used video game news. <laughs> <laughs> One mystery buyer has purchased every known copy of the Irem Skins game. Man, corners Irem Skins game market. <laughs> Prices soar. <sighs> All right. Well, that does it for Community Corner. See you yep, later. Thanks. <laughs> Tropical Capricorn. I just wanted to brag about the great deal I got <laughs> on a game no one cares about. Uh, we got Maybe they will now. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe all dozen of them. They'll care. That's I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> we got a package here from one uh, holy dumpster diver, I believe. Oh, Let me pass shit. that on over to to Tyler, the the box opener. All right, in true holy dumpster diver fashion, here is a letter. Okay, dearest Tad Pog. I'm not sure if I ever told this story before, but when I had to give up dumpster diving lifestyle, I still wanted to send you all packages. Then I came across shadow boxes. I saw how expensive they were online and decided that, cr decided that was crap and there had to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. That's the... That's... I've got all this plexiglass laying Yeah, around. I just imagine a, a dude in black and white, like, making Mario boxes out of, like, egg carton crates. And, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. That's kind of what inspired me to start making shadow boxes. The first one I designed was a River City Ransom one, but I really yeah, wanted something just for cool. each of you. I tried to make an Earthbound one initially, but I... Really struggled since I didn't have any experience manipulating sprites or anything, but I eventually kept coming back to it between other designs and a little more experience under my belt. Eventually, I got something worth sharing, and it happened to be my best seller and kind of kept me going as far as making more. I don't know if I ever made anything with Dave specifically in mind. I thought he did, but maybe I did. I just don't remember. Now what I'm thinking harder... I sent him one of my early Ghost and Goblin designs. Right. I yes. just I, I got a new shelf in my office, and I just put that on yeah. that new shelf <laughs> today I, on my lunch break. I was like, yes, I can finally move this from this shelf that's now hidden to a shelf that's not <laughs> hidden. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> I decided to make one of Jaws 2. Ian, I care about nice. you too, and I just think I have to pay more attention to find one that suits you just right. Iron Skins game. So here's a catch to start your collection. <laughs> a Bobo's Big Adventure. 
Nice. Now, this may not be your most favorite game, but it's got a little bit of everything, and it's a good opportunity for you to give me some inspiration on something that's just for Ian in the future. Aw. All my best, Holy Dumpster Diver. I used to say the artist formerly known as Holy Dumpster Diver, which may be a detail that only I remember, but I realize I probably should stay true to my own origin story. <laughs> Holy Diver. This is uh, Apes and Capes, correct? Apes the and Etsy Capes. Storm. He's got some really, really great stuff. Get in there and look. I love that Ghosts and Goblins shadow box, man. So, Dave, there is Jaws. Jaws. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Oh, that is so cool. Oh, I love this. (laughs) Oh, man, this is great. Yeah, I love this. That's wonderful. Another Earthbound. I love it. It's meeting Paula in in front of Polestar Preschool. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. cool. God, these things are so fucking good. This time, there's no escape. And then a Bobo's Big Adventure. Oh, sweet. I love it. Dude, I for real love the shit out of these. Yeah, Thank you these so are, much. These are awesome. Thank you. Oh, man. Yeah, these are really, really great. Yes, thank you so much. There's the LJN logo on one side of the <laughs> shadow box. There's the Nintendo seal of quality oh, on the other. wonderful. Yeah, this is awesome. Now they're so fucking badass. Gotta love these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cool, man. This is so cool because, <laughs> especially because I was admiring that Ghosts and Goblins one literally today. And like, it's like hard to tell how he gets the little sprites to stand up. I know they look so, so perfect. perfectly like flush to the uh-huh. base. Mm-hmm. God, that's great. And that one back there looks like a little diva and a little Mac, a little pink <laughs> Mac. Just a reminder Tadbog Secret Santa's going on. Just. Throwing these, that out there. These just, would make great gifts. Just throwing that out there. If you want to join the Discord, bit.ly slash Tadbog Discord, get in on that get Secret Santa. There. Maybe pay Apes and Capes a visit. Link in the show notes. Yeah, check it out. Perfect gift. Yes. I love it. Thank you so much. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. It's a great night, man. Such a good night. I got the Irem Skins game, fifteen ninety five with a manual, free three day shipping at the Jaws Shadow Box. I got the Abscess Tooth. It's great. Got it all. You just got it all. It doesn't get better. I think it's only downhill from here, right? I peaked. <laughs> Uh, I also got a quiz here, but wait, there's more. Uh, I have a quiz that came in from one um, totally not Dane, uh, Mr. Puzzles. Mr. Fucking Puzzles. This quiz, which I haven't really looked at yet, is entitled, It's All in the Hips. (laughs) I thought you were going to say it's all in Python. We have to run it on this fucking Mac again. Oh, man. It says, uh, Ian, I'm going to need an obscure computer from the 1978. Oh, like a reel-to-reel thing? Yeah. Yeah, I've got one back here. Okay, good. This is running on scum, you know, originally. (laughs) That's what we used to play the beep-bop-boops for the... the, randomizer that's yeah. not us that's the computer right, right. can you kind that of, takes up the entire back half of the garage yeah. Yeah. oh i just thought that was 45 microwaves stacked on one another i have like a box of vacuum tubes and when those are gone we're fucked dane begins good evening gentlemen i'm gonna level with you i only golf in miniature form 
Nothing wrong with that. So in an effort to make this quiz topical, but also stay in the realm of shit I actually know, I asked myself, what's the closest thing to golf I actually know about? Turns out it's a short list, which I will now print in its entirety. Number one, Happy Gilmore. So here's a Happy Gilmore quiz. Sweet. I got this one. Come on. I tried. God damn it. I've seen this movie a thousand times. I've seen it a bunch, but the problem is I haven't seen it recently at all. Mm. Like the last time I saw this movie was when I was living with Nikki and her sister when I was in college. And oh, Murray. shit. That's the last time I've seen Happy I Gilmore. I mean, the last time we I saw, the- saw it was some recent Tuesday. Okay. I mean, it's I've seen it recently. We saw the tie-in at Little Nicky when Chubbs is in heaven giving golf lessons. That is, that is, <laughs> that is true. That's a great cameo, man. Little, little Nicky is one of those movies. Fuck, Little Nicky should have been my, like, instead of Ant-Man, it should have been Little Nicky because, like, li- I fucking enjoyed the shit out of Little Nicky, and it was a movie where I went in and was like, this is gonna fucking suck real bad, and then nope, the whole way through, I was like, I love this movie. <laughs> it's easy to do. We watched Hubie Halloween. Yeah, I remember you talking about and, Hubie Halloween. And it was surprisingly good. I thought it was gonna suck, but I liked it. So yeah, Kid in the Flask. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I want to. I want to ace. This. All right, first question. No pressure. Bob Barker was not the first choice for Happy's celebrity golf partner in the film. Which of these 90s broadcast TV personalities did the script originally hope to land? We're in trouble because I know nothing about the movie outside of the contents of the movie. There's a typo in one of these. I'm totally wrong with it. (laughs) Ed McMahon? Or is it Parr Sajak? (laughs) It's a golf thing, right? Yeah. Or is it... Was it Larry King? I really feel like I heard it was Pat Sajak, and he refused to do it. It's got to be Pat Sajak, because I think it I'm kinda... sorry, I think you mean Par, I mean, par, par Sajak. Par Sajak. Par Sajak. Par Sajak. Um, but he's like fucking insane anyway. <laughs> is he really? Oh, yeah. Too many spins of the wheel? <laughs> <laughs> too, many, too many margaritas with Vanna before the show. They are drunk as fuck, like almost every time they come out there. That sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. He said... It's a good life. Yeah. I get really drunk with Vanna. We go out, we do the three or four shows, and then I'm done for the fucking week. You know, I mean, he's like, Sounds he, great. he knows this fucking sweet deal yeah. he's got going. Yeah. Yeah. They pay me to travel all over the world to shoot five minutes of promo material, and then I'm just in fucking Barcelona for a week, you know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I think it's Pat Sajak because I think it goes with that game show host thing. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really want it to be Larry King. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, I do too. Really? Like, almost enough where it's like, I want that to be the guest. But I thought Larry King would have done it if he was asked. I don't know, man. In the 90s? I don't know. Pat Sajak. Sajak, though. but I bet he just wouldn't curse or some shit. Sure. Like. All right. Pat Sajak, logging it in. Next question. Bob Barker had two stipulations to appear in the film. I want to fight Adam Sandler, and I have to win. Who was Barker's trainer? Was it Jean-Claude Van Damme? Was it Steven Seagal? Or was it Chuck Norris? I think it was Chuck Norris. I hope it's Chuck Norris. I hope it's Chuck Norris. I'm trying to think of how he held his fists. 
would make me think more of Chuck Norris than... Yes, if he had been trained by Steven Seagal, he would have just stood there looking like... He would have twisted his arm in some shit and flipped yeah, him over. Yeah, it would have been a much different style. I think I remember hearing that Bob Barker... Bob Barker is a black belt. Oh, karate. I didn't know that. He really is. Or is he still around? No. He's dead? Yeah. Well, he he was a black belt in karate. He, I'm pretty sure he was White Tiger at one point. He was White Tiger. No <laughs> that's, just, that's just what I called it. Yeah. Did, did he, yeah. Did he, no, that was... stole that shit from me, man. It was my idea, man. He had that amulet on in that one episode, remember? <laughs> the big gold. Yeah. It's the, totally pl- it's the Plinko. Yeah. It's the Plinko chip. <laughs> he put that shit on. I remember it. <laughs> But he was. He, he would was yodel a, to activate it. Man, I, I would read the shit out of this comic. I wouldn't, but. It would be nice. Well, I would buy nice. a copy and put it on the wall. Yeah, there we go. Or if it were in a poster format, just a cover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, I know he was a black belt in karate, and I want to say it was Chuck Norris that trained him. I feel like I would also go Chuck Norris. But mainly because I feel like, no offense to Chuck Norris, but I feel like out of those three, Chuck Norris is probably the most approachable and the most gettable. Oh, for Mm. fucking sure. There's no way it was Jean-Claude. I cannot imagine him at the in the 90s. Right. Like the bothering peak, to right? train Bob Barker. He'd yeah. He'd want $2 million to do it. Yeah. He would want to, he would want Steven Seagal money. Yeah. To do it, and also everything I've heard about Steven Seagal and and Adam Sandler, I have a feeling that that like <laughs> yeah, wouldn't <laughs> would not have taken off. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, Chuck Norris locked in. Next question: Portrayed on screen by Christopher McDonald, the role of Shooter McGavin was considered for a number of other actors, who hasn't been confirmed as being considered for the role. Was it Bruce Campbell, Jeffrey Jones, or Kevin Costner? I don't know who Jeffrey Jones is. I don't either. No one Sandman. here does. So probably I him. Would, I wouldn't imagine. I mean, Costner would be way too fucking expensive. But but even though he, oh, he could have still been he's considered the guy for the that role. Played, okay. He's the guy that played the dad in um, Beetlejuice. He played Lydia's dad in Beetlejuice. Oh, he would have okay. been fucking great. Yeah, he would have been good. So yeah, not him. I'm gonna. What was what were the other two choices? So Bruce Campbell, Bruce Campbell, Jeffrey Jones, Kevin Costner. I'm gonna say Bruce Campbell was not considered. God, he'd been fucking good though, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see that quantum reality where Bruce Campbell is shooting McGavin. Uh, I want to see all of these, yeah. but Bruce Campbell, yeah, probably yeah. the most. What was the What was the last one again? Kevin Costner, yep. your boy. I could see. When did Tim Cup come out? About that around that time. Was it before or after? Because if it was before, I can totally see them being like, "Let's get Kevin Costner." It would be hilarious because he was just in Tin Cup. Yeah. Tin Cup came out in 1996. Happy Gilmore came out in 1996. They came out the same year. So I could see that being pitched as like, wouldn't it be funny if we got Kevin Costner? But I'm going to say, though, because he was such a big fucking deal, yeah. they would not have. I don't know that. What, but what if it was like Tin Cup 2? Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. Tin mug. I, I, we're saying who was who was not who, confirmed to have been considered for the role. Who hasn't been confirmed as being considered for the role? I mean, of course they considered Kevin Costner. Yeah, they probably didn't consider Bruce Campbell. I'm going to say they didn't consider Bruce Campbell because Jeffrey Jones and Kevin Costner would have both made excellent Shooter McGavin. They would have. Yeah. Bruce Campbell would have made a good Shooter McGavin, but I don't think he would have been... I don't think it would have been like as good as the other two. And definitely not as good as the dude that actually played Shooter yeah. McGavin. Th- that worked out perfectly. Yes. I think Kevin Costner wouldn't have been very good. But I think the joke would have... He wouldn't have they made fun of himself enough to do it. But if, if they're talking about like seriously considering someone to be in that role... I don't know that they would have necessarily seriously considered Kevin Costner because it would have been fucking possible to get him to be in that I can movie. see if he played it super straight and super serious and that he was so offended by Happy Gilmore. But but, but I don't like know he, that they would like have considered he, like him. Like he himself, the actor, would probably be offended. Oh, right? yeah, like, yeah. I mean, right, This is yeah. like... I just did tin cup. This right. is a serious yeah. game. This is a meta. This is a meta joke on Kevin Costner. I don't. I think I can see where he would have been considered, but never actually like. Oh, that's hard. I'm saying Kevin this is Costner. A hard one. My answer is Kevin Costner. I'm going to go with my gut that he was never seriously considered for the role. He's definitely out of these three. He's the odd man. Yeah, out. he is because Bruce Campbell and Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Jones would have been an. Oh excellent, yeah, fuck yeah, what choice. Have. That guy is great. Yeah, especially well, in that kind of foil role. Didn't he do some I mean? stuff with kids? Did he? Was that him? He oh, because he was the was he the principal, he the principal in Your Ferris right, Bueller? So he I wouldn't, so I wouldn't necessarily say he's great, but <laughs> I just want to—he's a great. Oh, I just want to interject. <laughs> it's not Tad Pog's official stance that Jeffrey Jones was yeah, great. <laughs> you're right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna but yes, he—he he had some—he played some good roles. The principal and Ferris Bueller being the one that I overlooked, and that's even better than in Beetlejuice. He was so good in Beetlejuice. He was good in Beetlejuice. It. Please don't let that be him. Possession of child pornography in 2002. Okay. Six years after Happy Gilmore. So you still get, it could have been considered. <laughs> he would have been fine like this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My answer is Kevin Costner. If we differ, then I can keep track of it. I'm fine. I'm fine with locking in yeah. Kevin Costner. Yeah. I'm good with that. Okay. All right. Locked in. Next question. Which actor from the film used the line, but I was in Happy Gilmore in a failed attempt to avoid DUI charges in 2017. Which actor mm-hmm. from the film mm-hmm. said, but I was in Happy Bob Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the guy who played Shooter McGavin. Christopher McDonald is on the list. Yeah, One read of the, the options. List. Read the options. Was it Carl Weathers? Okay. <laughs> he would have said Rocky, though. Yeah. yeah. That's a really, really good point. You, yes. pull, over, you pull over Carl Weathers. They, you don't have to be told who you are yeah. and who he is. Was it Christopher McDonald? He played Shooter? He looks like he might be an alcoholic. Or was <laughs> it? And this is, my, this is where my money is. Francis Bay, who played Happy's Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) 
She's the funniest troll. I know. And I think, <laughs> look, the most interesting trivia is trivia. So I just want to throw that out there. She'd probably also be the least recognizable that would have to say something. But I do think that Christopher McDonald is probably like the most like, the most, I could actually see that in my head. He would drive a car truck. <laughs> right. Based yeah, on his looks alone, knowing nothing, nothing about, about him whatsoever. Right. <laughs> Was Francis Bay even alive in 2017? How old, how old do you think Ooh. she was That's in 96? That's a very good Because I know they probably, I mean, she's probably aged up in the movie, but she's probably at least in her 60s. At least. Yeah. And she looks older than that in the movie, but. And then we're talking like 20 years later. This person was arrested when? Or pulled over for DUI? 2017. 2017. It's not Francis Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we cheated a little. She died. But that's in, a good point. She died I, I in 2011. She we were on the right track, though. I would we, were, she was we were already dead. thinking about the age. So, Christopher, what is his name? Christopher McDonald? Yeah. Locking it in. Mm. Or do you want to do Carl Weathers? Do you think he really would say, uh, but I wasn't happy, Gilmore? Really? I do. I do actually think that. That's goddamn Landau Calrissian. Well, no. that, hey, look, that's a good point. If he was drunk, maybe he wouldn't say Rocky. <laughs> Fuck. Assuming, he, tough... assuming he was in Rocky. I've never seen it. He was. <laughs> in a lot of Rocky movies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've never seen yeah. a single one of them. Basically. I'm sorry, did you say Rockman? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, I, didn't, in, I missed him. He was in all the Rocky movies up till four. <laughs> Was he even a Rocky Horror Picture Show? Mm-hmm. That's the seventh he was, Rocky, he was right? Dr. <laughs> he was uh, Tim Curry's stand-in. He was in Rockman. I'd, I'd watch the fuck out of <laughs> Carl Apollo Weathers Creed. Leading, <laughs> leading in a Rocky Horror Rocky Picture Horror Show. show. <laughs> <clears throat> I'd <Fuck>. pay $80 <laughs> for that. All right. We got to lock something in. I... I feel like either one of them could have pulled hey, that look, card, man. but I think Christopher McDonald would have been less r- recognizable to a cop. So I'm going to say, what else you know, can you imagine he was in? I'm sure he's been in plenty he's of stuff. He's been in a but... shitload of things, and I can't remember any of it now because I'm tired. But you know, I'll look that up too. too. I'm not. I'm trying not to find this as the answer. If it's if I find the answer, it's I, good I will admit it. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's good podcasting. So I, I feel like instead of us struggling, I think it's fun to like use computers to logic our way through <laughs> and cheat on this quiz. He was in as of 2017. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> in 2015, <laughs> he died from a. Drunk driving accident. <laughs> and that's what he told God when he got to heaven and got denied. Well, that was an happy Gilmore. <laughs> He's been in a lot of stuff, but not like. Let me go down here. Schindler's List. <laughs> now, nothing quite so recognizable. He was in a few things on TV, he was in a TV show called Family Law. Oh, he was in that one. He voiced that one lawyer show I did like. He played Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> what? Oh, it was a guy named Thomas Jefferson. His whole shtick was like wearing red, white, and blue suits and stuff. The one with Kathy Bates, where she was like a lawyer in, the, I don't know. in like Harlem or something. Oh, I don't. Man. I don't know this I one. Vaguely was this a comedy? Not really. Oh, okay. He voiced Clark Kent and Superman in Batman Beyond in huh. two thousand. 
All right. He was in Nurse Betty, The Skulls, The Iron Giant, oh. Veronica, Veronica's Closet. He I, was a regular on that show. I did not like The Skulls. No, me neither. The Faculty, I remember we just recently watched that. Um, uh, Dirty Work. He was in Dirty Work. I forgot about that. Who did he play in Dirty Work? Jack Car... Travis Cole was his name in Dark Oh Lord. fuck, you're right. Yeah. Oh he was, fuck, he was like the he guy. Was the, the heavy. Yeah. Right. Jesus. Uh, Harry's Law. He was Harry's Law. He was Ward Cleaver in the Leave It to Beaver movie. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Uh he was like he was in a lot of Superman stuff. Like he voiced Jor-El in Superman the Animated Series and Superman the Last Son of Krypton. In the '90s, Tuskegee Airmen TV movie. Term, he was in Terminal Velocity. He was in Quiz Show. Um, Quiz Show is one of those that I wanted to watch. Fatal Instinct. Let me get into the early '90s. He was in Thelma and Louise. He was. Uh, oh yeah, he was in an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. I do remember that. Uh, in one of our favorite episodes, Yesterday's Enterprise. Did he play an alien? He was in Matlock! <laughs> no, he played a captain. Ah, bummer. Of one of, of a starship from the past. I like it so. when they put all the makeup and stuff on. And he wasn't a dick in that movie. He was a good person in that show, that episode. He was in Riptide, the old Riptide show. I love that show. But do you think... That in an attempt... He was in Greece, too. ...to avoid DUI charges in 2017, he said, but I was in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. I think yes. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do think Carl Weathers would be... I think that's a real... Way funnier. I think it's a real <laughs> option that it's Carl Weathers. I'm not going to lie, but I'll go with Christopher McDonald for that one. Let's lock it in so we can move on. All right. Locked we're, in. We're wrong, we're wrong, but I will say I considered it. Next question. Trolley problem. You have a split second to react. A trolley is going to run over and kill the film Happy Gilmore. But you can pull the lever and divert the trolley. But the other track has the rest of his filmography, including Billy Madison. Tick-tock, who gets run over. Sorry, I should have said it like a serial killer. Tick-tock, who gets run over. I want, I want to play a game. Happy You're Gilmore. on a streetcar. You're on a trolley. You gonna save Happy Gilmore? No, I'm gonna kill it. You're gonna kill Happy yeah. Gilmore. I'll save the rest of his filmography. Because I mean, Little Nicky's clearly the best. Uh huh. Post truck love. Forty first dates. Forty first dates really good. Grown ups. One well, he just recently did. The one with uh, the one that got nominated for Uncut, Uncut Gems. Gems. Great yeah. fucking movie. War of the Uncut Gems. I would, I would sacrifice. I would hate to, but I would sacrifice Happy Gilmore to Happy save Gilmore's the rest great. of the filmography. Because Happy Gilmore is, I like it better than Billy Madison. Yeah, I do too. Although it's close for me. But yeah, I like Happy Gilmore better than Bill, Billy Madison. I had a discussion with horror priestess Tanya about Billy Madison recently. I, I have the trailer for Billy Madison too up here in my head. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I wish I could make it. I make wish it. I could make it. I don't have. I don't know how. Not, to do not without Norm. That. Not without Norm. That's oh, true. That's true. Anyway, uh, that's my answer. That's a. That's a no wrong answer question. I how the it. fuck did Artie Lang outlive Norm Macdonald? That's fucking <laughs> weird. 
So we're all gonna we're all gonna kill Happy Gilmore. It sounds like, mm-hmm. regrettably, regrettably. All right, Happy Gilmore crushed. Uh, can can Spider Man come in and like get on top, get in front of the trolley and like shoot his webs out? <laughs> yes. Uh, next question: Fuck, Mary, kill David Spade, Rob Schneider, Steve Buscemi. This Spade, is easy for me. Spade, Schneider, Buscemi. This is easy. I'm gonna kill Schneider. Uh, girl, same. Um, I'm gonna marry Buscemi and fuck Spade. We have the same answers, <laughs> sir. It was who again? David Spade, Rob Schneider, Steve Buscemi. I was thinking, and I didn't hear your answers. I'm gonna kill Schneider. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Universally, we're all, we're all yep. killing Schneider. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't have a problem with Rob Schneider, but in this scenario, I'm killing him. Um, I'm I'm gonna fuck David Spade and Mary Buscemi. Is that what y'all? We're said? all on the same yeah, page. Cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I the- zoned out thinking about what, <laughs> and then I forgot who was in the quiz. I'm not high, I swear. But <laughs> I was just thinking about fucking David Spade. <laughs> I got That's stuck all. on that. And it he's just- not really a comedic actor, but he's the funniest one out of all three of them. Oh, as I much don't, as I like David Spade, I, I think know. I enjoy his movie performances more <laughs> than his comedic ones more than David Spade. I got a lot of love for David Spade, but we we yeah. like just watched Fargo yesterday, yeah, or Sunday afternoon on a on a goof. We just turned on Fargo because she Tanya hadn't seen it. She had seen it, but she didn't really pay attention to it when she first saw it, so she didn't know like anything like. She remembered some of the scenes from the movie, but not what the movie was about. Yeah, and so we watched it like soup to nuts, and she was like, "Wow, that was really good." It's a I'm great like, movie. Yes, it is. It was like an Academy Award nominee for a reason. Uh, but his part in that was awesome. Bashemi was that's one of my favorite of his roles. I think he's I think he's great in everything. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to find something he's not good in, and I love that he like keeps showing up in Adam Sandler films in one form or fashion he's in a lot of them yeah most of them yeah yeah I don't think he was in Grown Ups was he no I haven't seen Grown Ups yes he was (laughs) yes he was in Grown Ups he was the Grown Up he was on the he was the friends of the bad of the bully from high school Uh, is he in Happy Gilmore yeah I know he's in Billy Madison no I don't think he's in Big Daddy yeah, I haven't seen Big Daddy, unfortunately. I've seen it, but it's been a really, really long time. I only saw it once. Um, I do not think Bashemi is in Happy Gilmore. I don't. I can't. Th- I can't place him. In I Happy don't think Gilmore. he is. He wasn't because the guy running the the old folks' home was Ben Stiller. Right. Oh my God! With Get your nice warm glasses. Shut the fuck up. Yes. Something I can't remember the exact line. <laughs> He was also in, he also had a cameo, and I think it was Hubie, Hubie Halloween as that character. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was, I don't know if it was that. I saw him in something. I think it was Hubie Halloween where he played the same character, only it was like in a mental institution instead of an old folks home. Nice. But uh, yeah, I don't think Bashemi was in Happy Gilmore, which is really weird. So, guys. Oh, yeah, we got to find out how we did. Total <laughs> points, we got two out of five. Damn. Let's see where we 
Let's see where we went astray. First question was, Bob Barker was not the first choice for Happy's celebrity golf partner in the film. Which of these 90s broadcast TV personalities did they script originally? Um, we guessed Par Sajak. Mm-hmm. Correct answer was Ed McMahon. Oh. Uh, apparently, they reached out several times, but McMahon completely ignored the requests. Then came Bob Barker. He was too busy processing those... Not publisher's <laughs> clearinghouse. <laughs> right. Yep. yep. <laughs> Sweepstakes entries. The next They question. made him do that by hand. <laughs> <laughs> the next question was, Bob Barker had two stipulations to appear in the film. I want to fight Adam Sandler, and I have to win. Who was Barker's trainer? We guessed Chuck Norris. The answer is Chuck Norris. Nice. All right. Bob Barker had been training with his neighbor, Chuck. His Norris. neighbor, Chuck fucking Norris. That's funny. And wanted the chance to show off his new sweet ass tang pseudo moves. Nice. Uh, the next question was portrayed on screen by Christopher McDonald. The role of Shooter McGavin was considered for a number of other actors who hasn't been confirmed as being considered for the role. We guessed Kevin Costner. Correct answer, Jeffrey Jones. Man. McDonald turned down the role several times before finally accepting. Costner was approached, but politely declined, and Bruce Campbell auditioned. I want to see that tape. Me too. But was sadly rejected. Far as I can tell, Jeffrey Jones was never involved. He's still my second favorite part of Howard the Duck, though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I really want to see that Bruce Campbell take. Next question. Which actor from the film used the line, but I was in Happy Gilmore and a failed attempt to avoid DUI charges in 2017? We guessed Christopher McDonald. Correct answer. There are no correct answers. This was a trick question. At least it says no correct answers. Okay. <laughs> there's there's no no explanation. So I don't maybe can we look it up real quick? What was okay. <laughs> maybe do a search for DUI charge twenty seventeen Happy Gilmore. That would probably get us a result, right? Happy Gilmore star Christopher McDonald avoids jail in a DUI case. He, he got it? He happy won't. Gilmore star Christopher McDonald is probably happy now. The 64-year-old actor avoided jail time in a DUI <laughs> case it. from 2017, <laughs> according to reports. McDonald was arrested in Arrowhead, California in October 2017 for allegedly driving under the influence. Um... McDonald, who starred as Shooter McGavin in the Adam Sandler hit. Hang on a minute. Let me jump back up here. Uh, he didn't say, I was Tappy Tibbins from Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> okay. He McDonald, was who, who starred as... He was the guy who was like, three rules. Oh, my God. One. You're right. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Says uh, he lost control of his classic silver Porsche on the highway, running it into the grass and taking out a gas meter before ending up in an embankment. TMZ reports that McDonald pleaded guilty to driving with a blood alcohol content of over 0.08. McDonald was reportedly sentenced to 35 hours of community service, three years of summary probation, 
an alcohol education program, and a single day in jail. He already completed the alcohol education program and was credited for time served. Doesn't say anything about whether or not he said it, but I was in. But I think the answer that's would the be answer. Christopher that's McDonald. The that's the answer. All right. So we got that one right, um, which gives us three out of five. That's better. Yeah. That's better. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously we got the trolley problem. We got that one right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I mean, you can't. That's for the greater good. Yeah. It's a sad thing to sacrifice I know. one for the many. I know. But there's a lot of good Adam Sandler out there that could that needs to be seen. And some bad. And, and some, some bad. bad. Jack, yeah. Jack and Jill still and out some there. And bad. Thank you, Dane, for the quiz. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think it was fantastic. I learned some things about Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. That the grandma's dead, mainly. That's my big <laughs> takeaway. Kind of bummed out about that. That's okay. Yeah. Well, I think that, that wraps it up then. Yeah. Good. yeah. We're, we're longer than... And stronger. Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, easily. Tad Punk forever. <laughs> I hope forever. your heat works while you're listening to this. <laughs> For the best listening experience, please turn your heat to where you can see your breath. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, not Sound, not SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, all over the place. Um, yeah, there's a lot of shit to say, a lot of shit to do, but uh, first and foremost would be Patreon. We do. We have a nice, Patreon. We have a nice Patreon. little Patreon that likes to eat shrimp po' boys. Yeah. Donate some skins. <laughs> <laughs> we want your skins. <laughs> and I'm not talking about your foreskins. I'm talking about your, your green I skins. Am. Those will work, though. Your, your green I'm backs. like King, King Solomon. I want a hundred <laughs> foreskins. <laughs> I imagine you in a large trench coat just opening one side, just <laughs> four, lined with foreskins. Those onion rings? What are you you buying? (laughs) Uh, I'll take four Funyuns. What do you want? Hey, man, what do you want for him? Four skins. (laughs) I mean, you got in there. I'll take five. I'll give you four for five. I'll give you four for five. Chewy like calamari. (laughs) (laughs) Are they adult four skins? There's a lot of stuff that looks like four skin that you eat. Yeah. Uh, to, to be fair, I don't know what a foreskin looks like once it's off of the dick. I mean, I guess it's ring. Or I mean, I'm just assuming it's yeah, ring right. shaped. I don't know. Ring shaped jerky. <laughs> dries them out. I think my mom down. has. I think my mom has my brother's oh. in his baby book. Can we see it? You call her a well, actor. <laughs> Mom, I need to come get Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, don't ask for the baby book. Ask for the foreskin. <laughs> I just need. Can just, you send me a picture right? of it for the Instagram? Mom, disregard the previous conversation about pre-diabetes. I need to see a photo of Ryan's foreskin. <laughs> Oh. And she has the sh- like the string that was tied around mine for it to be cut off. So there's like Is Ryan's she used to foreskin. You with it? And- <laughs> you remember, again? remember this. I'll take more. I'll take more. I swear to God. Don't, don't you put it in, buddy? I mean, God Almighty, if you're gonna keep it, just leave it on. <laughs> I mean, she has like our hair, our teeth, and Ryan's foreskin. If a witch gets that book. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> or Mr. Sinister. <laughs> well, back to the back to the issue. Back to the matter at hand. <laughs> Speaking of His ski- birthday was the other day. Happy birthday, Ryan. Happy birthday, Ryan. Sorry about your foreskin. Yeah. I'm right there with you, buddy. Sorry about your 20,000 nerve Tough ends. break, man. Yeah. I often wonder what I what oh, my foreskin man. would have looked like uh, had I gotten to keep it. I think I think about my non-existent foreskin quite a bit. Oh. I really do. And it really did influence the decision to not have Henry circumcised. It really, truly, honestly did. Because it's I like, never- man, you know what I love? Sex. How much better would it be if I had all of it? Yeah, I don't. I never really gave it much thought until recently, and then I thought, you know, fuck, I kind of want it back. Yeah, I don't. I don't don't want it back. I just never want it to disappear. Never wanted it to have been (laughs) taken in the first place. I mean, I'm fine with you know my penis as it is, but I think it would have been nice to have been able to leave it all there. Yeah. You know, but yeah. what, it is what it is at yeah. this point. No know. going back. Uh, so it's not the foreskins we want. It's the skins that that you can spin. <laughs> <laughs> it's them dollars. Yeah, give us your give us your salmon chases. If you want to, if you want to send us some of those salmon pea chases, <laughs> you can do so at patreon.com slash tadpog. Uh, we have a list of people who send. Twenty dollars or more a month. I know. To it's us. great. It's nuts and it's awesome and it's so generous. And I'm going to read the list of those names right now, starting with cousin David Galino, Plinko Nick Price, Cubicle Monkey, Cthusius Jeff Miners, Master Cycle Baron Kevin Link, Joseph Phillips, Gamebug Prime Nathan Eaton, Usurper Grimm, Matt Gentile, aka Gentle G. Princess Consuela, Banana Hammock, Flavor Trick, Taryn Landon, congratulations on your marriage, and sorry about all the sorry about p- all the pussy. P-, p word talk. Uh, Pinball Archmage Chris Edler, sorry you couldn't be on this episode. Platinum member Rhett Miller, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, Nate from Utah, first time caller, and Drinksmith Joey Webster, who I know what he looks like. All right, I know what he looks like too. Also Phil. All the rest of you. I know what Kevin, Phil looks like. I know what Kevin looks like. Yeah. All the rest of you. I'm Who so the sorry. fuck is Kevin? <laughs> Master Cycle Baron Kevin. Oh, Link. Link. Yeah, okay. Oh, Link. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I would see any of you other folks um, in public and not remember who you are, and I'm sorry. I'm terrible about it. I like talk to people all the time, and if they walked up to me on the street, if I had even seen them before, I would have trouble remembering who they were. I'm trying to think on that list who you've met before. I Well, and Chris Edler, I would recognize him because I, I, I met him. I've met, and if I don't mention your name here, I apologize again. It's one of those things I don't do well with. I think it was, I'm, I've definitely met Phil, Joey, Link, and Chris, and Taryn. So most of the people that you've met, you know what they look like. I do like. know what they look so like. So that's, that's good. The other people you haven't met. So it's, you'll meet them eventually, probably, I and then you'll so. know what they look like. I'd like that's to. That's just how you. it works. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll forget you uh, what you look like in a week. And well, you haven't forgotten how what the, the the other people look like. Yeah, but I met them when I wasn't like older. I was less old. Oh, I see. Just it's it's, a, it's a sliding scale. I got you. Just, It'll happen to you. It, it will happen yeah. to you. No, I'm teasing. Anyway, thank you guys so much for the generous donations. Yes, thank you. And and th- 
just because we're not mentioning your names doesn't mean that we don't appreciate the smaller donations as well. That's really generous. Mm-hmm. We understand it's tough times, yeah, and it's a, yes, it, it means a lot for you to dig into your wallets yes, and give us money uh, to do something that we love to do. Um, yep. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Which I will say when you say that we love to do, I really, really, truly have been enjoying these recent episodes. Me too. Yeah, it's been, and I was all day looking forward to getting together and seeing you guys and recording and having a good time and yeah so this has been this highlight has been nice. of my week hell yeah hell, hell yeah. yeah uh let's see our theme song is moved by sticking more drive with that track from the trumps how you guys want to close it out i'd like to lead into a nice close out where we all um speak as golf commentators followed by a soft Okay. All right. And Shooter steps up to the ball. He is going to putt for birdie. He is steadying himself and swing. Tropical Capricorn. (laughs) Tropical Capricorn. I mentioned, I mentioned Caddyshack earlier, and that I loved Chevy Chase in it. He he sang a little song in that movie. I think you mean Salmon P. Chase. Salmon P. Chase, what? aka Chevy. I like Salmon P. Chase is Chevy, probably Chevy Chase's great 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 grandfather. Yeah. I really like to think that. Yeah. And Chevy Chase probably has like two $10,000 bills in his possession. At least. Bill Murray was like, you're a medium talent. Chevy Chase was like, I have a goddamn $10,000 bill after my great-great-grandfather. <laughs> my great-great-grandfather <laughs> was the secretary of the treasury under Abe fucking Lincoln, man. I'm looking up right now. Was... Chevy Chase related <laughs> to Chevy Chase, Chase genealogy. Yeah. <laughs> I need a sample of his circumcised foreskin to run tests on. <laughs> I need some of his Fletch. Ah, <laughs> oh, Fletch. I need to watch the new Fletch movie. I forgot that's out with John Hamm. It's out. John the poster Hamm. design looks great. It does. It's very like vintage very, very Fletchy. Fletch. Yep. Fletch and Fletch Lives, amazing movies. But in Caddyshack, Fletch plays a professional golfer who just lives in a very zen place. And he takes a young lady home to his abode where they are about to get it on. But before that, they're taking tequila shots while sitting at a keyboard and he plays her a little song that goes a little something like this. I was born to love you. I was born to lick your face. I was born to rub you. But you were born to rub me first. <laughs> okay. Salmon P. Chase. Famous Ken. John Cena. What? Ed Helms. This is all according to famouskin.com. So I don't probably reckon right. The guy who right. beat you in golf in, in the <laughs> Skins game? 
Uh, I don't see Chevy Chase on this list, though. James Spader is on this list. <laughs> the fact that John Cena, Ed Helms, and James Spader are have a common ancestor, commonly related, is Bill weird. Belichick. Okay. Margot Kidder. Okay. Gerald Ford. Hmm. Lucia Chase. There's a there's, there's a Chase. A Chase. Chase. All right. Betty Davis. All right. Damn. And Vincent Price. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about. I've all always this. said John Cena looked like Vincent Price. Right? <laughs> I can tell where they're related. Yeah, this is famousken.com. Look it up. They have five thousand followers on Facebook. Ooh. They gotta be legit. <laughs> yeah, they're be. not just making shit up. 